Super Talk Mississippi media production. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Thursday afternoon, here we go. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. You want to watch it? You can do so at supertalktv.com. We are glad to have you along. Richard Cross and Brian Haydad. Michael Borky is out today, so we've got Will East in the big chair filling in for Michael. You know that the uh, C Spire text line is always open to you, 601 879 Four three nine five six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five bull. There's a lot of it in wireless, but C Spire thinks you deserve a plan that's actually what it says. So here's the real deal: the best plan for one or two lines, forty five dollars each, with auto pay and paperless billing. No bull. Cspire.com. Late night for you last night, uh, Mr. Haydad. Uh, Mississippi State with an 8 p.m. tip against Texas A&M. They lost that game, and then I guess there was a Thunder and Lightning podcast after that. So uh, I'm sure you slept till 10 or 11 o'clock this morning. Incorrect. I was awake at 7.30. Okay. I got, I, got, Which... I got kids to get to school. What can I do? 7.30 for much of the free world, Will East, is uh, it's kind of sleeping in when it's the middle of the week, right? That's correct. I usually don't get here till noon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hear you. He's awake. He just isn't doing any work until noon. <laughs> so Michael Borky is normally the guy who is responsible for kind of putting together the majority of the content for the show and for... Uh, booking guests and all those things. And so when he's out, that kind of falls on me. And, man, in going through and kind of putting stuff together, there is a ton that is going on right now. Obviously, you've got stuff in the state of Mississippi. We'll get into Mississippi State's uh, loss at home last night to uh, to Texas A&M. And it was... Uh, yeah, kind of ugly. Not exactly an offensive explosion by either team in that ball game. At one point, it felt like Mississippi State was pretty much in control. The second half was a little bit different story. We'll get into that in just a little bit. But the biggest story in the football world today appears to be the Jacksonville Jaguars, who have the number one pick of the draft and you know, worst kept secret in the history of the world. Trevor Lawrence is going to be the number one pick, and he's going to be go to the Jaguars, the question has been who is going to be their coach. Uh, Urban Meyer has been rumored. It appears as if that is happening. ESPN reporting that they are in advanced talks. Uh, Pete Thamel at Yahoo has basically reported that it's done and they are finalizing the deal. So Urban Meyer, who has been a college coach for his entire career, outside of a little bit of high school action early on, back in the mid-'80s. 17, 18 years as a college head coach, three national championships, 
Uh, a couple of Blue Blood programs now headed to the NFL. Hey, Dad, what's your initial reaction to the idea of Urban Meyer in the NFL with the Jacksonville Jaguars? Well, I mean, if you want to go ahead and mark me down, I could be wrong in a few years, but I think this is a big mistake for Urban Meyer. This is a guy that, I mean, we've seen what losing does to this guy. It eats him alive. It, it was so bad for him at Florida, he had to walk away. And then at, at Ohio State, the, the scenes of him, you know, after that that Big Ten championship game where he's just sitting there. The pizza in the golf cart? Yeah, just completely inconsolable. I mean, and this is a guy who lost maybe one game a year when he was in college. A bad season might have been three or four losses. How's he going to handle going, you know, 5-11, and 6-10 and 10, the first couple of years in Jacksonville while you build this? I mean, you can sit there and say, well, mentally he can prepare himself for that. But, I mean, I can tell you I'm going to punch you in the face. And you can mentally prepare yourself for that. It's still going to hurt when I do it. So... I just don't see this working out. I think, you know, Urban Meyer is a, a guy that, you know, is great for college when he can be in complete control. But now he's going to have, you know, a very strong ownership team to answer to, a, a general manager to answer to. I don't, I don't see this as going to be a successful move for Jacksonville. Probably is going to be a successful move for Urban Meyer's pocketbook. And maybe that's, oh, no um, I, I mean, look, you know, it doesn't really matter how much money you've made. Generally speaking, people like to make more money. And if you look at what Carolina did with Matt Rule last year, signed him to a multi-year deal, paying him about $9 million a year, you've got to believe that Urban Meyer, uh, who has a far uh, more impressive resume and pedigree than Matt Rule, uh, you got to believe that he's going to be making in that neighborhood, if not more, and he's getting the number one pick in the draft. He's getting Trevor Lawrence. He's getting a franchise quarterback, we think, on day number one. I did see that somebody pointed out, and, and this makes some sense, You know, the, the difference is he gets the number one pick in the draft this year. But what happens next year when a guy like Urban Meyer or a guy like Nick Saban is not only not only used to getting the equivalent of the number one pick in the draft, but kind of used to getting the equivalent of, like, the top 10 or 15 picks in the draft. Yeah. And then they get the top 10 or 15 picks in the draft again next year and the year after that. If you get better in the NFL, you don't get to do it that way. You're, you're dealing with the roster that you've got. We're only a couple of years removed, though, from looking at Jacksonville and saying, yeah, this is a roster. This, this is a team that can be pretty darn competitive in the NFL. That obviously didn't work. With Tom Coughlin as the GM and Doug Marone as the coach and Blake Bortles or Blaine Gabbard or whoever else as the quarterback or Leonard Fournette as the running back, all of those things kind of fell apart for Jacksonville. What do you think it is that makes this particular job attractive to Urban Meyer? That's a good question because I really don't know the answer to it. You know, I you mentioned Jacksonville. This was a team that what two years ago was leading in the second half against the Patriots in the AFC championship game. And now they're they're not. They're 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 not even close to that. They went one and fifteen. Um so I don't know what makes this job attractive other than he must have maybe he's just sort of like Saban, maybe like Spurrier was, that he just had that itch to get in the NFL and he felt like this was the, the right opportunity. You know you're getting a franchise quarterback. And that's you know, that can be half the battle sometimes in, in any in, in in any level of football. But you, you you made your point there. This is a guy, Urban Meyer, you know, since he left Utah, and even at Utah he had the number one overall pick in the draft as a quarterback. So, you know, he, he was probably undervalued coming out of high school, but he was obviously a star. 
But since then, when has Urban Alex Meyer... Smith. Yeah, yeah. Uh, since then, when has Urban Meyer ever done more with less? You know, he's always... Well, like he hasn't said. had to. He's always he been able to do well, what he does with more. So can he do it? Can he, can he win with lesser talent? Because in year one and probably in year two, that's the situation you're going to be in until they start, you know, getting a couple of, you know, good drafts put together and, you know, signing some free agents, which Jacksonville is going to be an attractive free agent spot. They have a lot of money to spend. They're under the cap. Uh, Meyer might be attractive. The chance to play with Trevor Lawrence will be attractive, to especially offensive free agents, I think. But you got to do it, you know. So we'll see, you know, how how is Urban Meyer at building when he's not, you know, at Florida and Ohio State? The list of coaches that have won a Super Bowl and have won a national championship in college is pretty darn short. Jimmy Johnson did it in Miami and in Dallas. Pete Carroll, Southern Cal. And wait, he doesn't have his. Yeah, yeah. Super they win one. They won yeah. one in Seattle. They, they beat the right? Broncos. Yeah. Now yeah, those yeah. USC Sorry. titles might have got revoked, but. <laughs> well, <laughs> but you. Them. Yeah. The, the question is, did did we see it happen on the field? And yes, we saw it happen on the field. Um, who's the third? There are only three. Is uh, is it Barry Switzer? Is yeah, Switzer? Barry, yeah. Yes. Switzer would have won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. He won a Super Bowl in Dallas. I was just trying to, for some reason, I was trying to remember if he won one in Oklahoma, but he did. Oh, yeah. So, Absolutely. One yeah. So that's it. I mean, it's three. And and two of the three did it with the same franchise in the NFL in that time where the Dallas Cowboys were just absolutely rolling in the but, early 90s. Well, we'll give, we'll give Jimmy Johnson credit for building that team, though. I mean, through the... You talk about building through the draft, the the the, the trade for, for Herschel Walker is what built that team. And that was Jimmy Johnson's doing. So he gets you know, Switzer just sort of came in and and, and much as I love Barry Switzer, he just he just wrote on off of what Johnson had built. All right, uh, so you really only want to give two guys credit for winning national championships at both? Yeah, uh, yeah, I would say that. I mean Switzer, like I said, it's just it's just not the same. You know, he 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 took a, a pre built team and just didn't mess it up. So, so we've seen other guys make the transition college to the NFL with with much less success. Nick Saban is one of them, greatest college coach of all time. You know, who knows if he had stuck it out in the NFL, if he would have gotten things moving in the right direction, probably would have. His doctors yes. don't tell him not to take Drew Brees. Yep. Yep. Steve Spurrier. So I'm curious when you look at the two guys that have been most successful in making the transition college to the NFL, are there traits that are similar? Is there what What is it that made Jimmy Johnson different? What is it that made Pete Carroll different? Because you remember, he had failed in the NFL and failed-ish. And then he goes to college and then comes back to the NFL and it's been more successful than anyone would have predicted. We'll continue the conversation with you on the ceasefire text line 601-879-4395 this is sports talk mississippi Traffic Center, I'm Patty Steele. Venable Glass has two locations to serve you in Richland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive Crossgates. Locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. 
Things look great for your afternoon ride so far. We are all clear right now with no accidents or major congestion. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Proudly serving the metro area since 1946. Call Smith Brothers. Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233, Watkins Construction, Inc., if you need a cash infusion after all your Christmas expenses, perhaps we can help at DNS Diamonds and Jewelry in Flowood. At DNS Diamonds, we are always purchasing diamonds, precious stones, gold, silver, and platinum in the form of jewelry or as scrap. We truly believe we pay more than anyone else for your pre-owned, broken, or unwanted jewelry. With gold prices hovering at near record levels, now is a great time to sell. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry, 144 Market Street, across from Amerigo in Flowood. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again. If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you could tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size, and installed. Picture frame glass, table and desktop, Insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts and doors, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at www.venableglass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601 605 44 43. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports. Sports. On your radio and in the game. Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. So, hey, Dad, you had three and a half minutes to think about it. Yeah. Are there traits that were evident with Jimmy Johnson as the coach of the Dallas Cowboys after coming from Miami in college football and, to a lesser degree, uh, Barry Switzer and Pete Carroll going NFL college back to the NFL that you think allowed them to be successful to the point of winning a Super Bowl in the NFL 
that are different than Nick Saban in the NFL, Steve Spurrier in the NFL, and others who've tried it and it hasn't worked out. Well, I think that Carroll is the outlier here because, like you said, he's already had been in the NFL, so he was familiar right. with that game. Anyway, I thought that Carroll at the time was an odd coach to be hired at USC more than more than being an odd coach to be hired by the Seahawks because he had already been in the NFL. Um, I mean, Spurrier and Saban, Meyer, and uh, and Switzer, you know, at one point were considered the best coach in the game at, at in college football. I mean, Switzer was probably the the you know, from what the time Bear Bryant retired to maybe when uh, Jimmy Johnson starts taking off to he was that's probably a five or six year window where you would have said Barry Switzer was the best coach in college football. Spurrier was the best coach in college football in the nineties. Him and Tom Osborne, uh, Saban and Meyer sort of traded punches with that uh, for a few years. Now Saban's sort of taking that over. So I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is going to be ego, right? It's going to be you know, hey, I've won here, I've done everything there is to do in college. Now it's time to prove that I can do it at the highest level. And you know, we we mentioned Switzer. We took over a, a fully made team. It's not like Dallas got better. I mean, they haven't won a Super Bowl since he left. Uh, Saban and Spurrier both did not do well in the pros. So it goes to show how different the game is, I think. And we'll see what happens with Meyer, but I, I think he's going to get swallowed up just the same. I just don't really see him uh, being successful at this level. See, I, I disagree with you a little bit, and I think my disagreement in part is based on watching Urban Meyer on television. I, I think I mentioned this earlier. So, that, you know, they do the, the big noon Fox pregame show, and it's right. got – you know, Brady Quinn and Matt Leinert and Reggie Bush and Urban Meyer, Rob Stone hosts it. And I watched it some early in the season. And I was absolutely blown away by the way that Urban Meyer broke down film, talked about game plans, talked about what would work, what wouldn't work, this was how it would work and why it would work, and this is why it wouldn't or why it didn't. And I know that that's not, that doesn't necessarily translate to being an NFL coach, but I think college football, and it, it's evolving a little bit, is more about having the best players. Because if you have the best players, we now have a, a, a data set that is growing year by year that says if you have the best players, you win a national championship. Or you at least can get to the playoff and compete for a national championship. In the NFL, it's so much more about scheme and game planning and putting players in the right positions to succeed. And I think maybe because he has recruited so well and has been at such high-level jobs, Florida and Ohio State in particular, that maybe Urban Meyer doesn't get the credit that he deserves as a tactician, as a, as a strategist. We did get a message on the, uh, on the ceasefire text line that said you were off the mark on your Urban Meyer criticism because, yes, he won big at, at Florida with two national championships. Yes, he won big at Ohio State with a national championship. But if you go back farther in his career, you find that he wanted a place where nobody has ever won as a head coach in Bowling Green. And he changed that Utah program. And just I mean, Utah has, has not taken a step back since Urban Meyer based on the foundation that he built for the program. Here, here's his kind of run through coaching. One year as a high school coach at St. Xavier in Ohio. Two years as a GA at Ohio State. 
one year as an outside linebackers coach at Illinois State. Then he flipped over to the offensive side of the ball and was the quarterback and wide receivers coach at Illinois State. Six seasons at Colorado State as the wide receivers coach, five years at Notre Dame as a wide receivers coach, and then he got that head coaching opportunity. 01 and 02 at Bowling Green, 03 and 04 at Utah, 2005 to 2010 at Florida, a couple of years off, and then 12 to 18 at Ohio State. So in terms of development and building, you do have a couple of examples of him doing that at places where it's not just go get whoever you want and be better and more talented than everybody. No question. I mean, the Bowling Green example is a really good one. With Utah, Utah was actually a pretty decent program when he got there. He certainly took them to another level. But, like I said, you know, he did recruit a guy who ended up being the number one overall pick in the draft. And so, at a place like Utah, a player like that gives you an incredible advantage. Now, credit to him for finding him, finding him, and, or I, I, don't, I say that he was only there for two years. Did he sign Alex Smith? I don't know the answer to that. But if not, you know, he, that's what a lucky stroke that was. But, you know, he, and of course his offensive coordinator is a guy who knows a thing or two about developing quarterbacks, as we learned, is Dan Mullen. But my, 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 my thoughts remain the same on this. I just, I, I have trouble seeing Meyer and his personality succeeding in the NFL. Jason makes a good point. He says the difference in Carroll, Switzer, Johnson, and everyone else is that they either had or found quarterbacks in the NFL. The others had nothing. There's something to that. Quarterback league, Pete yeah. Carroll, like we just got Russell Saban. Westbrook. You know how different is Saban's NFL legacy if the doctors say, "Yep, we're all good." Sign Drew Brees. Chances are he's probably. I mean, we we, we talk about it all the time, but the ultimate butterfly effect. Who's coaching Alabama right now? Have they even won a national title? Who knows? But instead, his doctors, you know, good for me. And that, you know, as a Saints fan, but I mean, it's it. You're right. Having having at any level of football, having an elite quarterback alleviates a lot of your problems. And he's about to get what everybody thinks is going to be an elite yes. quarterback. Yeah. In Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Most highly thought of since. Andrew Luck, and probably since Peyton Manning before that, in terms of being NFL-ready the day they step into the league. And look, Trevor Lawrence is going to be starting for Jacksonville next year. There's no question. No question about that. I mean, with, with all due respect intended for Gardner Minshew, yeah, injuries kind of knocked him out of the deal this year. If they go get Trevor Lawrence, it's for him to come in and be the starting quarterback. Right. And they're finally going to be able to sell some tickets in Jacksonville. Big time. No I mean, the level, yeah. can you imagine if you're a Jaguars fan and you've had to endure the last decade and a half since you had Mark Brunel as the quarterback and Fred Taylor as a running back and those teams that were so good and they were competing with the Tennessee Titans for the division crown every year? Mm-hmm. It's been a long, dry spell for Jacksonville since, what, the early 2000s? Yeah, basically. I mean, I remember they they crushed Dan Marino in his last playoff game, and you know that was sort of, I mean, yeah. The once Brunel, you know, sort of his career started to go downhill a little bit. That was sort of the end for him. Yeah, a couple good years with Leftwich, a couple good years with David Garrard. You know, they had the season like we mentioned a couple years ago, but it's it has been quite the uh, the struggle 
for uh, for Jacksonville through the years. And and we get a uh, not an Urban Meyer fan here on the ceasefire text line says Meyer is sleaze. Anybody who covers up domestic violence is nothing but sleaze. He's not a good person. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, and then he follows it up. He says, "Serious question. You guys actually think Lawrence is better than Minshew, who will be in his third season?" Yes. Yes. One hundred percent. Yes. I'm, I like Gardner Minshew. Great, great, great story. Good leader. Wouldn't be, you know, Jacksonville would probably be smart to sort of shop him because, I mean, I think he can be a starter in this league and can maybe be a valuable backup to a team with a veteran quarterback who might just be, you know, a few hours down the road from here. But, uh, yeah, he Trevor Lawrence is better. Better right now. Will Urban Meyer have street cred with his roster and with guys that come in because of his success in college? That's a good question. I... I mean, it depends on how he treats them, doesn't it? How he treats them, right? I mean, I always heard about Saban, that he ran the pro stuff the same way he did in college. And, you know, it's different. You know, at that point, you you work with these people. These are your, you know, I understand there's a coach-player relationship, but those are your coworkers at that point. Uh, You still have, you know, it's no different than a manager and and, and his employees. you got to treat some people with respect. You can't just boss them around, so... If he comes in with that kind of attitude, it's going to be a struggle. But if he comes in with the right attitude of, you know, we're all in this together, we work together, then, yeah, he can be successful. Felt like Mississippi State was in good shape to keep things rolling on the hardwood last night. Turned out not to be the case. We'll talk about the Bulldogs and the Aggies. Hoops last night at the hump when we continue with you. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny conditions, high near 60 degrees. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 36. Finally, Friday, sunny skies, high near 53. Friday evening, mostly clear, low around 31. Your Saturday, sunny skies, high near 50 degrees. Saturday evening, mostly clear, low around 30. And for your Sunday, partly sunny, high near 53. This weather is service of our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard Dealer in Brandon. It's time to do more of what you want, where you want. With the all-new Honda EU2200i generator, available at your preferred local Honda dealer, Frederick's Sales and Service. These generators are quiet, portable, efficient, and have the reliability you'd expect from Honda. Come by Frederick's Sales and Service in Brandon and see the full line of Honda generators. Or online at frederickssales.com. Honda and Frederick's. Power you can trust. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. 
Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gluckstadt or online at bennelson.com. Start off the new year with money-saving cheer during the New Year Celebration Sales Event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. 2021 is here, and it's finally time for you to get that new vehicle you've been waiting for. At Ridgeland Mitsubishi, we resolve to save you money on our entire selection. So right now, pay just $179 per month on new 2020 Mitsubishi G4s. That's $179 per month. And pay only $319 per month on new 2020 Mitsubishi Outlanders. Plus, we're giving you a 43-inch TV with every purchase. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved no matter your past credit history. credit approval is our number one goal. Plus, bring in your current vehicle and we'll give you the best possible price for it even if you don't buy a new one from us. So come save big during the New Year Celebration Sales Event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi G4 stock number 1640. Outlander stock number 1695. 19.99 down. 2.9% for 84 months. This is JT. If you like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks 1-800-647-8540 or on the web MajesticMetalsINC.com. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to News Mississippi. The Department of Health is reporting 1,948 new cases of COVID-19. The latest report brings the state's total up to just under 246,000 cases. With the confirmation of 41 additional deaths, 5,356 Mississippians have now passed away from the virus. Overall hospitalizations did see a slight decline in the latest data, dipping below 14 And a bill introduced at the Capitol aims to place computer science into the curriculum of Mississippi schools. C Spire CTO Carla Lewis details the need for such training of the state's future generations. Currently we have over 1,400 jobs that are available in the IT space that are going unfilled because we don't have all of the necessary people with the right skill sets to fill those roles. The bill would require computer science courses starting in middle school. Love the holiday season. Food, family, and friends. Keep Mississippi Beautiful wants to remind everyone that while you're enjoying the holidays, remember to do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful and safe. Mask up, pick up, and clean up Mississippi. Let's all do our part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Together, we can do this. To learn more about Keep Mississippi Beautiful and the beautification efforts across our state, visit KeepMSBeautiful.com. That's KeepMSBeautiful.com. Happy holidays from all of us at Keep Mississippi Beautiful. This is Jake Mang. All-time hits leader in the SEC. Two of the best decisions I've ever made were Mississippi State and Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. Both teams have supported me through thick and thin. Even though my college playing days are over, I'm excited to be a part of the Farm Bureau team. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. What decisions are being made by state lawmakers and how will they affect you, your family and community? If you listen, if you listen, you'll know. Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app and at supertalk.fl. 
Hi, I'm Billy Kinder, host of Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. Here, the show Saturdays at 1, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Turkeys, whitetail, Grenada Lake crappie, or Gulfport redfish. We enjoy it all, especially when you're in camp with us on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports. Sports Talk Mississippi. You know I love sports. On Super Talk Mississippi. Interesting story from Albert Breer, who covers the NFL. You can follow him on uh, Twitter, at Albert Breer. He writes at uh, MMQB. And the tease for the story is, my story on Coach Urban Meyer's pending arrival as Jaguars head coach, who might come with him, and why his global vision for a program is just what an organization weighed down by 9 to 5 culture needs plus where he'll need to adjust his ways to the NFL. You can read that uh at si.com or just follow Albert Breer or click on Albert Breer's it's hard to say his name. Uh link on Twitter and uh, find the story. Maybe he can even uh persuade Brian Haydad to think that this might work in the NFL. I'll give it a So Starkville last night, Mississippi State had the uh, had the late game. You had Auburn, Georgia early. Auburn able to win in Athens. You had LSU, Arkansas early. LSU, whoo, they got after the Arkansas Razorbacks. Hey, Dad sent me a message, I don't know, midway through the uh, first half, late first half, said, well, if Borky was actually going to watch this, he stopped by now. At that point, I think LSU was ahead 41-17 or 44-17, yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah Mississippi was a 12-0 run from that point, and they were still down 20. Yeah. Yuck. So uh, in Starkville, the only late game last night in the league, Texas A&M used a 12-2 run over a three-and-a-half-minute stretch late in the second half en route to handing Mississippi State's basketball team a 56-55 loss. At Humphrey Coliseum. Iverson Molinar was good. He led Mississippi State with 16 points to extend his streak to 10 straight games in which he has scored double figures. DJ Stewart had 9 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists, and 2 blocks. Tolu Smith had 8 points, 6 rebounds, and a block. And the Bulldogs got a little bit of a spark off the bench from both Cameron Matthews and Quentin Post combined. They, uh, they, well, they had five points each all during the first half. Mississippi State shot 43% from the field, 36% from behind the arc. They were 6 of 10 from the free throw line. Had 11 assists with 15 turnovers. I mean, numbers that, generally speaking, allow you to win a game, especially... When you put them side-by-side side with the opponent's numbers, Texas A&M shot 43%. They were only 3 of 10 from behind the arc. Only 7 of 9 from the free-throw line. How did Mississippi State lose last night? Defense uh, and and missing you know easy shots. If you look at Stewart's line, I mean, you mentioned it, but he was 3 of 14 shooting. I will guarantee he missed 4 or 5 shots within 5 feet of the rim. Uh, Molinar missed a couple of easy, easy ones. Cam Matthews has a, had a late layup. 
uh, that could have would have been big that he missed. Um, State just didn't didn't do a good job, and then on top of that, A and M's defense uh, was good. Now, Richard, you call a lot of college basketball. You you, you know the sport. A and M went twenty two minutes of game time without being called for a foul. Now, Buzz That's Williams impressive. defense, yeah, especially with a team like Buzz Williams, the kind of defense they're going to play. Um, so State couldn't really get to the free throw line, and at the end of the day. And I hate this term. I really don't like this this phrase. But I don't think State deserved to win. I mean, they blew a 13-point lead. They got a six-point lead back with two and a half to go and gave that away. And then basically got a two-for-one under a minute down one and couldn't and couldn't get the, get the ball in the bucket. Had a chance to tie the game after a flagrant foul was called on A&M's Jonathan Aku. Uh, Jalen Johnson hits one of two to bring State within one. They get the ball back. They don't score. They get a defensive stop on the other end. They get the ball back with six seconds to go, and they turn it over in transition, trying to uh, to get the winning bucket. They just didn't play very well, and and you know from from coaching from the players, it was just a total team meltdown of a game that they should have easily won. Ben Hallen took some of the blame. He said, I thought there were a couple of key factors. One was they were playing a lot of players. I have to use our bench better because I thought they really wore us down. Another key factor, and it's all on me, was our attack of their press. I thought their press got better in the second half. We had a little fatigue, but I thought what we were doing was too tentative. We have a different press offense that I've almost always used my whole career that we needed to use where it is much more aggressive trying to score, we never hurt them in our press offense, but we stayed in it. I mean, this this sort of reminds me of a couple years ago when uh, Robert Woodard had a, a big first half against Ole Miss and then again against LSU and then didn't play in the second half. And we go to ask how, oh, well, I just got to do a better job of coaching. You know, I got to take my coaching pills and, you know. Just do it. You're the head coach. No, no, no one's stopping you from from saying, "Hey, let's change what we're doing to attack this press." You know, and then they're pressing you. You go on. They go on a thirteen nothing run. You don't call timeout at any point to try to you know regroup or anything like that. It's just just a poor job, and that's what the, you know the roller coaster that is Mississippi State basketball is. You you put together a couple of good wins, and you you got people sort of thinking, okay, maybe I should get back into this, and no. Nope, you just get you get disappointed again. So that said, I fully expect them to beat Florida now on on Saturday because that's just what the roller coaster is for Mississippi State. So we'll see what happens there. But that was a game. I mean, gave it away is is the correct terminology. They had the game won. They were they were up six points with two and a half to go, and then they just let it get away from them. Coaches like to talk about their teams playing hard and taking advantages, you know, advantage and you know. Making a play here or there, and you know, a, a play here or there turns out to be the different difference. But when they're honest, like when they're really off the record, candidly honest, coaches will admit to you sometimes, whew, we stole that one. Yeah. I wonder if you talked to Buzz Williams and he wasn't doing his motivational coach speak thing, if he would look at you square in the eyes and go, man, we stole that one tonight. I don't know well, how we won. I'm not giving it back. I'm not apologizing. It's probably not a game we should have won. Darn it, we stole that one. 
Well, to come back from, you know, they were 13 down at one point in the second half and a 10-point deficit at the half and six points down a two-and-a-half, and just to keep fighting. I mean, we talked yesterday about Buzz Williams and the kind of efforts his team is going to give. That's what you got. You know, they kept taking punches, and they kept punching back, and eventually they were the ones who were able to land the, the haymaker and knock Mississippi State out. So, you know, I, I definitely agree that State probably should have won the game, but I, w- I would also say that I thought Texas A&M did everything possible to keep themselves in the game so that when the opportunity presented itself, they were able to take it. And maybe to take what you said a second ago about not really liking the phrase of, okay, this team deserved to win or didn't deserve to win, you know, maybe when you, you look at it holistically, you go, uh, you know, Texas A&M, they, they kind of deserve to win. They had a whole yeah. bunch of reasons to, to fold, and they didn't, and they were able to figure out a way to get it done. I, I would be curious, and I think it's probably different answers for different coaches, but if you ask me to describe Texas A&M under Buzz Williams, mm-hmm. Because he has not had, he, he's got good players, but he has not had lottery pick guys. No. He, he doesn't have some of the guys that Billy Gillespie had at the, uh, not, not Billy Gillespie. Is that right? Billy Kennedy, right? Billy Kennedy. Yeah. Billy Gillespie was farther back as the head coach at Texas A&M that got the Kentucky yeah. job. And, and so, yeah, Billy Kennedy. He doesn't have some of the guys that Billy Kennedy had. From a talent standpoint. No. But his teams are scrappy, and they fight, and they scratch, and they claw, and they play so incredibly hard. I wonder if Buzz Williams at this point with where the program is would take that as a compliment. If he said, hey, describe a Texas A&M team under Buzz Williams. They're going to fight you for 40 minutes. They may not win. They may not be as talented. But they will play hard. I, th- I think that w- I think that's exactly what he would want you to say at this point. So, really, sort of the mirror image of this game of of the Missouri game for Mississippi State. It was State that came back from behind and and, and beat Missouri, and this time they, they was, it was Mississippi State giving it away. Like I said, you know, with State, State is is like a box of chocolates in basketball. Man, you you really don't know what you're going to get. I use that example. I used that exact example yesterday. <laughs> I think I was talking about one of my children. My wife was saying, uh, I, I'm not going to identify which one, but you know, can be so sweet sometimes. Oh, no, I'll, I'll identify it. It was Francis, the baby. She's three. That was this morning. We um, you know, can just be sweet and fun and just, you know, you just want to eat her up. And then sometimes... Just grumpy and me, and it's like she wakes up one way or the other. And I told Jane, I was like, Francis is a little bit like a box of chocolates. And, she, she, and uh, Jane said, Yeah, I got coconut this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants the coconut chocolate. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm with you. We'll be right back. Traffic. 
Sports Center. I'm Patty Steele. Venable Glass in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. We are working an accident in Rankin County, Mississippi 18 at West Sunset Drive. Expect delays southbound and be safe if you're in the area. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Proudly serving the metro area since 1946. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217. Soulburgers Jewelry is closing their doors forever, and it's the final weeks. All fine jewelry and watches are now up to 80% off. Everything must go. Time is running out for this unbelievable sales event. Soulburgers Jewelry, Highland Colony Parkway, Ridgeland. Greatness is defined by a relentless commitment to the customer. Built by a team resolute in helping you achieve your greatness. Ford F-Series, America's best-selling truck for 44 years straight and counting. Based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales. Get tough trucks and great deals at your local Ford dealer, starting with the all-new Ford F-150. Built with outstanding power and smart features and the impressively capable 2021 Super Duty. No wonder F-Series is America's best-selling truck for 44 years straight. Pure Air Consultants is your heating and cooling professionals, and they're ready to work for you. We're the home of the once-a-year $119 heating and cooling service special, along with 24 months same as cash and no credit check financing. Call us at 601-939-7420. That's 601-939-7420, or online at MyPureAirConsultants.com. That's MyPureAirConsultants.com. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream, the new degree of comfort. I'm Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture, inviting you to the Dixie National Rodeo at the Mississippi Coliseum in Jackson, February 11th through 17th. It's the greatest show on dirt. Excitement from cowboys and cowgirls competing for over $100,000 on world-class Harper Morgan livestock. Entertainment from world champion trick roper Ryder Kisner. And an all-star concert lineup featuring the Oak Ridge Boy, Parker McCollum. You're pretty Bandy. I'm Bandy the Rodeo Clown. John Conley. Sawyer Brown. All but some girls do. Gary Allen. That's a place and Riley Green. All brought to you by John Deere, Ram Dealers of Mississippi, and Southern Ag Credit, Trustmark, and Clinton Body Shop. I'm Andy Gibson, and I hope to see you there. Soulburgers Jewelry is closing their doors forever, and it's the final weeks. All fine jewelry and watches are now up to 80% off. Everything must go. Time is running out for this unbelievable sales event. Soulburgers Jewelry, Highland Colony Parkway, Ridgeland. Who doesn't love the holiday season? Food, family, and friends. Keep Mississippi Beautiful wants to remind everyone that while you're enjoying the holidays, remember to do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful and safe. Mask up, pick up, and clean up Mississippi. Let's all do our part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Together, we can do this. To learn more about Keep Mississippi Beautiful and the beautification efforts across our state, visit KeepMSBeautiful.com. That's KeepMSBeautiful.com. Happy holidays from all of us at Keep Mississippi Beautiful. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching for C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. 
JT here. Jackson, I'd love to have you join me tomorrow from 10 to 1 for the JT Show. We'll hang out and talk about the hot issues of the day right here on Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888-808-8637 on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. T.J. Reeves will join us coming up about 10 minutes from right now. He is the sideline reporter, maybe 15 minutes from right now, sideline reporter for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and does a bunch of other things in radio and streaming media and whatnot. Uh, T.J.'s been on the show before, covered a lot of different topics with him. Yesterday, though, we talked with Luke Johnson who covers the Saints for the Advocate. Kind of got that angle of the Saints-Buccaneers game coming up. We'll do the same thing from a different perspective to begin the 4 o'clock hour with you uh, this afternoon as well. The college football coaching carousel, at least at the assistant coach level, seems to be spinning at a, uh, a breakneck pace. Just a few of the things that are happening out there. From today's news, Duke has hired former Ole Miss tight ends coach Calvin McGee. Remember, Calvin McGee was kind of tied to Rich Rodriguez and uh, was on the staff here. Uh, David Cutcliffe has made several shifts to his staff, and Calvin McGee will be part of that. Manny Diaz has changed things up on the, uh, the defensive side, but to me the part that stands out, as Miami will open with Miami. Uh, I'm sorry, my, yeah, of course they will. Miami will open next year with Alabama. Manny Diaz will be calling the defense for the Miami Hurricanes next year. Vanderbilt announced uh, four additions to their staff, a defensive line coach, a special teams and tight ends coach, a general manager. And that's a, that's a interesting. I know, hey, Dad, you may have seen this. I, I can't remember if we talked about it or not, but Barton Simmons, yeah, who has been a big recruiting analyst for a number of years and is pretty highly thought of. He was a scouting director at 24-7 Sports. He's mm-hmm. been hired by uh, Clark Lee, and I think they were high school teammates, if you go back far enough. So an existing relationship there to be the uh, general manager and director of player personnel. Very interesting hire, and that's a hire that could, if it's successful, sort of change the way maybe people look at recruiting sites and, and filling those kind of, of job offers. Because, yeah. you know, nobody, at least in the next two to three classes, should have more knowledge of players and prospects than a guy like Barton Simmons. The question becomes, once those connections that he's made in, in the classes of you know, 21, 22, 23 start to, to go away, can he still maintain those uh, those relationships? Well, and then the other piece of that is, I'm glad you know who the good players are. Can we get them to Vanderbilt? Yeah, there's that too, for sure. Yeah. All, all these other programs have got subscriptions to the site where you were telling everybody who the good players were. Um, and how about this? Uh, Steve Sarkeesian continues to uh, poach from Alabama staff a little bit. Not surprising. Jeff Banks who was the Alabama special teams coordinator, uh, coordinator, has been hired at Texas 
as special teams coordinator and tight ends coach and reportedly will be making $1 million, making him the first seven-figure special teams coordinator in college football. Crazy. Crazy. And another report out of Texas is that they sort of centered around Pete Golding as as the defensive uh, coordinator choice there as well. So Alabama could be looking to reshape its staff by, by a large margin. And didn't Kyle Flood already agree to go yes. with Sark? Yes, that, that's a done deal already. Yeah, yeah, he kind of the kind of the the architect of those great offensive lines over the uh, the last yeah. few years at uh, at Alabama under Nick Saban. So some interesting stuff happening there. Yesterday it was announced that uh, Michigan is adding Mike Hart, the former Michigan great running back, to uh, coach running backs for the Wolverines. Um. Nick Saban confirmed in a radio interview yesterday that Bill O'Brien is joining his staff. Yeah, that move I'm, I, I need to sort of I feel sort of wait and see on a little bit. Maybe I, maybe I shouldn't be because Bill O'Brien when he wasn't you know a general manager and this is what and Saban basically said this. He said when he's not take out the general manager stuff, the guy's a great football coach. So I mean I agree with that. The guy is a good football coach, but. You know, maybe it's just the lingering, you know, effects of his general manager tenure. I like that Mike Hart hire. I think that every staff should have a former player on. Just one. Just one. Don't go overboard. But somebody to connect the past and the present. I like that. And what we saw, Brian Harson did that with uh, with Cadillac Williams, right, on his staff at all. Kept Cadillac Williams, and he brought in Tracy Rocker as well. Now, that Rocker's was a little bit of a... a long time. A little bit of drama back and forth there, uh, there, right, with Tracy Rocker leaving South Carolina to come back to Auburn, a place that he's been before. They need to replace Georgia with South Carolina to reshape the Deep South's oldest rivalry because Auburn and South Carolina are going to have some beef over these next couple of years, everything that's going on. May very well. T.J. Reeves will join us next. We'll talk a little Saints-Bucks as we begin the 4 o'clock hour with you. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. I'm Rich Dennison. Nearly three dozen members of the House are asking questions about lawmakers giving tours of the U.S. Capitol the day before last week's deadly violence. Describing the tours as unusual given the restricted access since March because of the pandemic. Were there tours being given where people within the tour were doing some level of reconnaissance? Ohio Democrat Tim Ryan leads a subcommittee overseeing the Capitol Police budget. He is requesting video surveillance. Fox's Jared Halpern in Washington. Thousands of National Guard members are in the nation's capital ahead of next week's inauguration of President-elect Joe Biden. There will be up to 20,000 National Guard troops deployed. That is four times more troops in D.C. for the inauguration than in Iraq and Afghanistan combined. This as federal law enforcement track multiple threats for a, quote, week of siege. Fox's Ashley Strohmeyer. America is listening to Fox News. 
heads up. Ulta Beauty's Jumbo Love Event has the best deals for you and your hair. Shop the lowest prices of the season on jumbo-sized shampoos and conditioners from your favorite brands like Redken, Paul Mitchell, and Biolage. No matter your hair type, Ulta Beauty has plenty of products to keep your hair shiny, hydrated, and healthy. Stock up, save, amaze your hair at the Jumbo Love Event. Shop online or in-store now through January 23rd. Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy poured beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. I'm Stephen Gagliano and you're listening to News Mississippi. Mississippi has exhausted its current supply of the COVID-19 vaccine. According to the Department of Health, Mississippi has no additional vaccine doses and all appointments have been filled. A news release goes on to state that officials expect a large shipment of vaccine in mid-February, at which time more appointments will open up. This follows Tuesday's announcement that those over the age of 65 and those with underlying health conditions were eligible to receive the vaccine. Meanwhile, over at the Capitol, a bill to lower the grocery tax in Mississippi has been introduced in the House. The legislation authored by Representative Jeremy Anderson would phase out the 7% sales tax on groceries over seven years, beginning in July. Anderson says the current tax makes it harder for Mississippians to afford fresh, nutritious, and locally grown food. For the latest on the 2021 legislative session, find us online at newsms.fm. Smart shoppers will tell you they found it on HighBid.com. HighBid.com lets you explore thousands of auctions across the U.S. and around the world. You'll find gold coins, sporting goods, classic cars, collectible toys, fine jewelry, household items, and sports memorabilia autographed by the greats. HighBid.com has hundreds of thousands of items for sale every day. It's easy to search and easy to find auctions in your area. Just go to HighBid.com. That's H-I-B-I-D.com. And see what everyone is talking about. Honey, are you sure you don't need to call Mississippi 811 before you dig the post holes? I'm just going down a foot or two. It's really not digging. Okay, but I'm just saying. Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Digging post holes? You'll need to call Mississippi 811 two days before you dig to prevent you from hitting things like underground electric wires. <laughs> Honey, our electricity just died. Call 811 two days before you dig. Let's make our goal zero damages, zero injuries. Mississippi State basketball dropped a close one to Texas A&M in Starkville last night. The Bulldogs entered the final minutes of last night's matchup with a lead, but a 12-5 run by the Aggies left Mississippi State on the wrong end of a 56-55 final score. The Bulldogs did have a chance to win it at the buzzer, but a turnover drops them to 8-5 on the season and 3-2 in the SEC. And a discount retailer with numerous stores in Mississippi will be the first to pay workers to get the COVID vaccine. Hillary Barsky with Fox has more. Dollar General will offer workers four hours worth of pay to get the COVID-19 vaccine, including pay time off if they have an adverse reaction to the shot. The company said the offer is currently only applicable to frontline workers, but it plans to extend it to distribution and transportation teams. For all of your Mississippi news, sports, and weather, find us online at newsns.fm. Stephen Gagliano, News Mississippi. 
heading to the coast to hit the casinos, or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions and exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more, Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening from 106.3 Casino Radio. Jake Mangum here. I got a lot of love from Mississippi in my time with MSU. Fans, friends, family, and teammates gave me more support than I could have hoped for. Farm Bureau Insurance was one of my supporters then, and they continue to take care of me day-to-day as my insurance provider. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi on this Thursday afternoon. Getting closer to the divisional round weekend in the NFL and the game that is of most interest in these parts certainly is the one that's happening in New Orleans between the Saints and the Buccaneers. Time for us to go to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. T.J. Reeves joins us. He is the sideline reporter for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and does lots and lots of stuff on the radio and online and occasionally on television. T.J., what is up, my man? Good to be with you, although I have to say I'm disappointed you were in my surroundings in my county in my area and we did not get to see each other i just i just want to know Ole miss won the game did you enjoy your like day and a half in tampa bay for the outback bowl i need that confirmed before we move on yeah it was spectacular i i got in at uh what like two or three o'clock on friday afternoon and i flew out at eight o'clock on saturday night and the weather was spectacular <laughs> And uh, yeah, Ole Miss got a win. Boy, Raymond James, cool stadium. Tell me if tell me if this is accurate because I thought from where I was, it was almost a replica. And I don't remember which one came first of uh, of Nissan Stadium Stadium in Nashville, the the Titans place. Are, are are they almost identical when you look at them that way? Right. Yes, I, be- I believe Nashville was first, and it's also Carolina's stadium as well, Bank of America hmm. Stadium. The difference in Carolina is they have the bowl all the way around. And in, right. in the case of Nissan, I think it's one end zone, right, that has the plaza. And in the Raymond James Tampa one, it's both plazas are open, it, just lower-level seats. And, of course, the pirate ship's in the north end zone, the iconic pirate ship. But, yeah, I think Nashville did come first, and they had the same architects and everything. So very good eye on you there. And, of course, that is the stadium where ultimately all of the NFL teams – uh, that are still alive in the playoffs want to end up on February 7th is Raymond James Stadium for Super Bowl 55 that's coming here. And what an incredible story would be, it would be if uh, if Tampa Bay ended up being that team. Most of the people that are listening to this, though, are hoping that is not the case because of this matchup <laughs> with the Saints. It is round three. 
Uh, I pulled out the old cliche, though, you know, yesterday, it's so hard to beat a team twice in the same season. It must just be impossible to do it three times. And yet that's not actually true in the NFL. Uh, Three-time matchups in the NFL in the neighborhood of 60% for the team that won the first two, winning the third as well. Do you think the first two games that happened between these two teams this year matter at all when we look at this third game? They absolutely do. More on that in a second. So the stat, again, is 21 times, because I've been over this on a bunch of interviews and some of my stuff I'm doing, 21 times since 1970, uh, a situation in the playoffs has come up where a team had beaten the other team twice in the division during the season and then played them the third time. And 14 of those times, as you said, 67%, 14 of those times, the team that won twice went ahead and won the third game. The last three times that it's happened, that's been the case, including the Saints doing it to the Carolina Panthers three years ago in the 2017 playoffs, beat Cam Newton and company twice in the regular season, had no problem beating them again in the in the playoff game. So the odds would say that it favors New Orleans having having done what they did the two times in the regular season of the Bucks and and really a, a tale of two different games. The first game the Bucks actually did some things well, were in the game, but three turnovers, two interceptions by Tom Brady and and bear in mind this was his first game with his new team in week 1 on the road. Had a big pick six, awful at the beginning of the second half, it put him behind by 17 points. Didn't really recover from that. So then fast forward to game two, which was Sunday night football, and a lot of your audience may have seen some of this. It was Absolutely. a horror show, Richard. It was embarrassing. The Saints whooped the Bucks on both sides of the ball. Buccaneer offense couldn't get a first down in the first half, kept putting the defense back on the field. Drew Brees picked the secondary apart, and it was 31 nothing in the first half. So that is a bad taste in the mouth for the Bucks, and something they're going to try to shake off, obviously, especially the start. The start to the game is going to be big for the Buccaneers because if it starts poorly, then you're going back to November going, oh, here we go again, and you don't want that. Big picture before we drill down on this game, uh, there was so much excitement about Tom Brady coming in, and then the world comes to an end, and obviously you don't get the the in-stadium excitement throughout the year, and it's just felt different. But in terms of play on the field, Tom Brady – Met expectations, exceeded expectations, blew them away. How would you characterize it? I think right now you're in the exceeding part, and most people believe this was going to be a 10 or 11 win team and a playoff contending team in the NFC. So you're right there. You won the 11 games. You won the first playoff game. And, Richard, he's played tremendous. I mean, I keep saying this. I realize everybody looks at the last – five games now where they haven't played a team with a winning record and say that's what you're supposed to do. Well, it's, it's one thing if that's what you're supposed to do, and then it's something extended that you actually do it, and he has put up monster numbers in every one of these games at 43 years of age, and, and obviously with new teammates that he's getting acclimated to, et cetera, they've just gotten better uh, as the last month has unfolded. And the other night, I know Washington hung in. Taylor Heineke deserved a lot of credit, the unknown quarterback out of Old Dominion for being able to run around. But at no point did I feel like the Bucks are going to lose this game with Tom Brady at the helm. He was nothing short of brilliant. He broke the franchise record for yards in a game, uh, throwing the football, and, and total yards, 507. Now, the Bucks don't have a rich playoff history, but right off the bat, Tom Brady's breaking playoff records and winning a game, and now you have a massive matchup with another Hall of Fame quarterback that we will talk about 
especially if it goes well for years, maybe decades, if they win this game head-to-head in the Superdome. That's what's riding on it. And so with Drew Brees, it feels like the end is near. I mean, whether it's this week or a couple of weeks from now or a month from now, and he gets to ride off into the sunset with the Super Bowl, but it feels like this is it for Drew Brees. Tom Brady famously a couple of years ago said he'd like to play till he's, as, until he's 50. That still seems a little far-fetched, but, you know, 43, 7 years. Again, I don't see that happening. But based on this year, it looks like there's plenty of gas left in the tank, doesn't there? Uh, agreed. He silenced a lot of people that believe that at the end of this season, he would not be as effective or show signs of wear and tear. And we don't know. I mean, what do, what does that elbow do at age 44 next year? What does your shoulder do? I mean, we're older guys. Guys that are listening to us, we're not the same. We're not the same anymore. Yeah. When you become 40, 45, 50, he's an elite level athlete. But how much longer can you hang in there? But for right now, this is a lot of fun. I, I would be very surprised if it's much beyond next year. I mean, it, it would be remarkable if he could still be playing at the highest level of, of professional football as a 45-year-old. But I can tell you with my own eyes, Richard, because, uh, again, I, I do what you do in and around the Ole Miss broadcast on the Buccaneer broadcast, and we get down to be at field level. We get the privilege of being down there. I watch the throws coming down the stretch of the season, and the guy still got a rocket for an arm. The guy can get the ball deep. The guy can make deep out throws, 15, 20 yards on a rope, 25 yards down the field on a rope. He has still got it. And it it is not going to be the case if they lose in the Superdome on Sunday night because Tom Brady isn't still effective and can't throw the ball anymore. It'll be for other reasons if the Saints get the win. The Buccaneers win against the Saints on Sunday if fill in the blank. They do not turn the ball over, and part two, they don't allow Drew Brees to stand and pick them apart, which he is phenomenal at. And that is that has been the blueprint that he has beaten everybody with most of the time, and he will beat them Sunday night if they give him time to to sit back and fire over the middle and on the, on the soft coverage, he will destroy them. So those are the two things. Don't turn it over, play much more aggressive defense than what they played Especially in the in the second meeting at Raymond James Stadium, and the Bucks have a great chance to win this game. Early injury report came out yesterday. I think Mike Evans was what limited participation, and same thing for Conley. Uh, any concern about those guys? So Evans had the hyperextended knee uh, in the fi- in the finale in the final game with Atlanta, but he played and had 119 yards receiving last week. He was not yeah, 100, percent but he was effective enough. And the other, the other interesting name is Ronald Jones, the running back, who had a bit of a thigh bruise last week and then suddenly, while trying to warm up after flying to Washington, just told the coaching staff, I can't cut, I can't push off the leg, I can't play, which, which shocked them. He's back at practice today, as they practiced uh, yesterday and today, and so we believe he's going to be a go. It'll either be he or Leonard Fournette. Uh, Fournette, the Louisiana, who has always dreamed of being able to play for the Saints, and then once he got to the NFL, play against the Saints, and he gets a chance here in a playoff game against the Saints. Uh, and Fournette had 120 yards from scrimmage last week uh, in the game with Washington. So the the Bucks are fairly healthy going into this game, and that's a, that's another key here to be able to stay healthy through this playoff run uh, if you're going to have a chance to make a deep playoff run. And, and I said Conley. I just said I would make up a name. I was talking about Chris Godwin, the other uh, receiver, but uh, I assume he will be okay as well. Going, and Chris Godwin is a gamer, and he will be ready to play as well. He was battling a, a broken finger back a few weeks ago, but has 
had surgery on the finger, and and he is a tremendous all-around football player. A blocker goes over the middle and makes tough catches. They need him. The Bucks just have so many weapons. Hey, one more thing to keep an eye on, just for your 20 audience. seconds. In, in, in 10 seconds, Rob Gronkowski blocking was fantastic last week. Let's see if that continues. Very selfless game the other night from him. Let's see if that continues, Richard. TJ, you're the best. Thanks so much for working us in this afternoon. Yes, sir. I always love being with you. We'll see what happens Sunday. TJ Reeves on the Farm Bureau phone line. Traffic Center, I'm Patty Steele. Venable Glass in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive Crossgates. Locally owned and operated for you with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Traffic moving smoothly right now. No accidents or major congestion at this time. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Proudly serving the metro area since 1946. Call Smith Brothers. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Les England for Clark's Construction. The kind of work that Jerry's done for me includes you know, minor repairs like rotting wood, remodeling uh, the master bath, uh, putting new French doors on the back of the house. He understands what he's doing, and he usually points out you know, why I've had problems and not only how to fix it, but how to fix it so the problem doesn't recur. I think Jerry's trustworthiness is beyond reproach. Call 601-214-9463. Clark's Construction, a company you can trust. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. Start off the new year with explosive savings during the New Year's Celebration Sales Event at Mazda of Jackson. In 2021, we resolved to offer money-saving deals on every vehicle in stock. For example, get 0.9% financing on most new 2021 Mazdas in stock. This will save you thousands in finance charges. We have truckloads of 2021s arriving, so you are sure to find the perfect Mazda. Looking for something like new? We're offering 2.9% financing on certified pre-owned Mazda 3s and Mazda CX-5s. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved no matter your past credit history 100 credit approval is our number one goal plus bring in your current vehicle and we'll give you the best possible price for it even if you don't buy a new one from us start off 2021 with explosive savings during the new year's celebration sales event in must of jackson where nobody walks away because everybody saves our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 i-55 frontage road north in jackson call 991-2222 today must of jackson.com see dealer for details with approved credit on select models Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Back to Sports Talk Mississippi. 
on Super Talk Mississippi. Media days yesterday, or media day yesterday, and Deion, Sand, uh, Deion Sanders had some things to say. Or is that Coach Prime? You know who I'm talking about. Head coach at Jackson State. Big Splash has done a nice job in recruiting, but in speaking with reporters for the first time at Southwestern Athletic Conference Media Day yesterday, he shared some uh, concerns. He called out rickety training tables, uneven practice fields, and outdated helmets, pads, and practice equipment. Nick Suss wrote a story about it in the Clarion Ledger, if you'd like to read it all. It says it creates an unequal playing field, metaphorically, for football players at different schools. He says the playing field is horrible. It's not a level playing field. It's unacceptable. Thank God that God called me to change the game, to open their eyes, to open the door, not just for Jackson State, but for everybody. He went on to say, some of the things that I've seen thus far early in my tenure are truly unacceptable. It causes a kid not to dream. It causes a kid to not have the passion because he don't see no end results, uh, end result that's promising for him. Sanders has already worked through, I guess, his relationship with Under Armour to get Jackson State a new apparel deal. He did tell reporters yesterday, you know my quote, if you look good, you feel good. That's the darn truth. (laughs) Hey, Dad, says his eyes have been opened to the uneven playing field. You'll forgive me for this question. What did he expect? What did he think he was getting into? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, you know, I mean, this is a guy who played at Florida State. Yep. Which is not far away from Florida A&M. I mean, you don't have to look far to see the difference between a Power 5 big program and, and a historically black college or university Program. I mean, it's just and and it's not just them. I mean, all G five program, not G five programs, uh, FCS programs are going to be this way. You know, they don't have the money, they don't have the fundraising, they don't have the the infrastructure that the, the big programs are going to play. So, you know, Dion is a guy who you know can he make some some small changes? Absolutely. You know, he can bring enough attention to Jackson State and get the get people, and they have a rich and proud history and tradition, and they've got plenty of of alums who probably be willing to contribute. But the idea that he's going to make this this systemic change to to college football at that level that seems a little far fetched. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, you know, the crazy thing is Jackson State, maybe Grambling, a couple of other FCS programs are probably in better shape financially and with the extra things than a lot of the other SWAC schools that are out there. 
Yeah. I mean, not a lot of SWAC schools have a 60,000-seat stadium. It's not exactly the most, you know, newest and most innovative stadium in the world, but it's a big stadium. You, you, you know, you're bringing in more money for attendance than other schools are, than other schools probably are. Um, you're, you're located in a big city where you've got to, I mean, think about where Alcorn and Mississippi Valley are located versus Jackson State. Yeah. I mean, there's something to that. So. Yeah, you're right. I mean, they, they definitely have a set of advantages that I'll, maybe nobody else in the SWAC outside of Southern, who's located in Baton Rouge, could say that they have. Not trying to give a free plug here, but I love this line in the story from Nick Suss. Uh, Jackson State's been the recipient of some big money donations since his hire, but Sanders has also helped coordinate the apparel deal with Under Armour. He has had meetings with Golden Corral about giving him a place to bring his players when they want to eat off campus. Put a hurting on that buffet. The chocolate wonderfall is going to get dominated. Is that a Golden Corral thing? Or is that a yeah. Western Sizzling thing? It's Golden Corral? It's Golden, I'm pretty sure it's Golden Corral. Yeah. Is there Sanders a went on to... Uh, in the state of Mississippi? I don't, I've never seen one. A what? A Western Sizzling. Where is Oh, one? there was one in Batesville. Oh, okay. I don't make a lot of trips to Batesville, as you might guess. Yeah, no, I understand that. I get that. I think it's still there. Kind of sits up on top of the hill on the uh, the east end of Batesville. Okay. Sanders went on to say, "I'm doing this for these babies, man. They deserve it. They look in their uh, the look in their eyes when they get a whole new sweatsuit just to wear back to the darn dorm. Shoes and looking the same when they get the helmets and the uniforms and all that stuff plays a tremendous role." That was the lead up to, you know, my quote, if you look good, you feel good. I think you got to be excited about what Deion Sanders is doing or what he's trying to do. And I'm not going to bet against the guy. No. no but shouldn't. if he, it feels like an awfully difficult road if he wants to see Jackson State outfitted and treated the same way as Florida State. Just kind of using his background as an example. And, and right. I don't know I don't know what Deion Sanders um like formative days were like when when you know I, I don't know what time of environment he was raised in or or what the high school situation was like I I just don't know the answer to that. But since the what early 90s Deion Sanders has been at places where he had everything. Yeah. Bobby Bowden in Florida State had it rolling when he was there. And then he goes to the NFL and Major League Baseball yeah. and made millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. I just, you know, more, more than anything in this story, I was fascinated to hear him say, you know, it's really opened my, my eyes in the early part of my tenure here. And it just kind of goes back to the question that I asked earlier. What what did you expect? What did you, what did you think you were getting into? I mean, I know they had the really cool rollout with the, the Sonic Moon band, and I'm sure they wined him and dined him and, you know, picked him up in the, the Escalade at the airport and rolled him in with the police escort and all of those things. But when all that stuff goes away, and it's your locker room and your training facilities and your equipment room, and you start looking around, I, I would imagine... It was fairly eye-opening considering what Deion Sanders has experienced for the last 35 years. 
Yeah, I think that it, it's safe to say I think Deion Sanders will have a very positive impact on his players and maybe, maybe you know, on Jackson State and maybe even on the SWAC itself to a certain extent. But, again, the idea that college football is going to understand, undergo some massive, you know, overhaul is, is, is unlikely. It just is. Yeah. We got a message on the uh, on the ceasefire text line a few minutes ago, and it was a uh, one of those that, that started out not to get political, and it really wasn't. It was just kind of a heads up, and I appreciate this because I was not aware that um, this was the case that there had been a couple of bills introduced in the Mississippi legislature as it pertains to name, image, and likeness and athlete compensation. Did you see that earlier? I did not. Will, have you seen or heard anything about that happening? Uh, I haven't seen anything about it yet. Uh, I think the the date to submit bills is coming up or is very close, and so you usually see a lot of bills get kind of pushed to the forefront around this time. So it doesn't surprise me that somebody would introduce that. Let's see. Here it is. Uh, there's a message from the CO, uh, 601. said, don't want to get into politics, but the Mississippi State Legislature has introduced two bills regarding student-athlete compensation. The university and college's chairman, Rita Parks, Senator Rita Parks, is the author of the bills. Senate Bill 2310, allowing incoming uh, income-sharing agreements between students and institutions. And Senate Bill 2313, Mississippi Intercollegiate Athletics Compensation Rights Bill, which would allow athletes to be compensated for name, image, and likeness. I, I don't know where this will go in the Mississippi House and Senate. Not trying to be negative here, but my guess is it doesn't go very far. Um, but I don't know if it matters if it goes anywhere or not because of what's happening in Washington, D.C. right now. This is another one of those, you need to get off get off the pot up there in Washington because the, if the states start doing it and we have, different, we have 50 different laws, it's going to be an unbelievable nightmare. Well, is it Washington that needs to get off the pot or is it the NCAA right, yeah. that needs yeah. to get off the pot because the NCAA has done what they do better than perhaps any organization in, um, I don't know, maybe the entire United States. They decided to kick the old can just a little farther down the road and they are being rebuked for that stance by uh, a couple of members of Congress. We'll tell you more next. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny conditions, high near 60 degrees. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 36. Finally, Friday, sunny skies, high near 53. Friday evening, mostly clear, low around 31. Your Saturday, sunny skies, high near 50 degrees. Saturday evening, mostly clear, low around 30. And for your Sunday, partly sunny, high near 53. This weather is service of our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard Dealer in Brandon. closing their doors forever and it's the final weeks. All fine jewelry and watches are now up to 80% off. Everything must go. 
time is running out for this unbelievable sales event. Soul Burgers Jewelry, Highland Colony Parkway, Ridgeland. I'm Phil Bryant, former governor of Mississippi. I want to share how Mercy House Adult and Teen Challenge is beating dependency and addiction with real results. Families are being restored and relationships healed. Donate a vehicle today in any condition, running or not. Old paperwork is handled and vehicles are picked up and taken away. Donations are tax deductible and 100% of the money stays right here in Mississippi. Call today at 601-572-7296. Thank you. I got my son back. Are you an employee or employer in search of flame-resistant clothing that'll protect your arms and legs but won't cost you an arm and a leg? Well, ESI Supply has you covered, literally, with full coveralls, button-down long sleeves, two-button cotton pullovers, and jeans to go with them. ESI Supply is your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If we don't have it, we can get it at prices that won't burn the pocketbook. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. And online at ESISupply.net. ESI Supply, your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Demand the best for your truck. Linex spray-on bed liners give the only nationwide lifetime warranty. Linex of Jackson is your source for all of your truck accessory needs. From lift kits, wheels, tires, bed covers, hitches, you name it, we do it. Want leather installed in your car or truck? We even give a lifetime warranty on our leather. Linex of Jackson has been your source for spray-in bed liner and truck accessories for over 20 years. Come see us on Highway 80 between airport and crossgates. Linex of Jackson, 601-664-0030. Soul Burgers Jewelry is closing their doors forever, and it's the final weeks. All fine jewelry and watches are now up to 80% off. Everything must go. Time is running out for this unbelievable sales event. Soul Burgers Jewelry, Highland Colony Parkway, Ridgeland. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to News Mississippi. Mississippi has exhausted its current supply of the COVID-19 vaccine. According to the Department of Health, Mississippi has no additional vaccine doses and all appointments have been filled. A news release goes on to state that officials expect a large shipment of vaccine in mid-February, at which time more appointments will open up. This follows Tuesday's announcement that those over the age of 65 and those with underlying health conditions were eligible to receive the vaccine. Meanwhile, over at the Capitol, a bill to lower the grocery tax in Mississippi has been introduced in the House. The legislation authored by Representative Jeremy Anderson would phase out the 7% sales tax on groceries over seven years, beginning in July. Anderson says the current tax makes it harder for Mississippians to afford fresh, nutritious, and locally grown food. For the latest on the 2021 legislative session, find us online at newsms.fm. Heading to the coast to hit the casinos. Or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions and exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more, Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening from 106.3 Casino Radio. Seaspire 5G. We're building a fast, powerful 5G network to bring you 
faster phones. You heard right. Ceasefire 5G. Phones. Faster. Saying it anymore would be. Ceasefire 5G. Faster phones. No bull. For a limited time, get our best 5G phone free with trade in. If a muckety-muck wants you to hear what they got to say, they come here first and sit down with Gallo and JT. This is Ground Zero for all Mississippi muckety-mucks. Super Talk Mississippi. Watch your favorite Super Talk shows in HD. Just go to supertalktv.com. Ever wonder what goes on in the studio during the shows? Now you can watch what happens in HD. Super Talk TV. Streaming now on supertalktv.com. On Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. So before the uh, break, we were talking a little about, um, what, kicking the can down the road? That would be uh, perhaps a term that the uh, NCAA Division I Council did earlier this week when they said they were going to postpone the vote on the one-time free transfer legislation and name, image, and likeness And the reason they were doing that is because Mark Emmert had received a letter from the Justice Department that I think probably to put it most simply said you're not going far enough, you're not doing enough. And as a result, Mark Emmert and the NCAA said, well, if you don't think we're doing enough, let's talk about it a little bit more. We We welcome your input. Which I think is a fancy way for saying, of saying, well, we can uh, push this thing down the road a little bit, and then we can blame it on somebody else who wanted input for not doing anything. That did not sit particularly well in Washington, D.C. Um, Senator Chris Murphy weighed in. Delaying the name, image, and likeness vote is yet another signal that the NCAA hopes the federal government will save it from having to fairly compensate their athletes. That's not going to happen. The college sports industry has a fundamental civil rights issue at the core of its business model. And it's clear the NCAA doesn't want to do anything serious to address the inequities that players face. I'm working on legislation to fix this issue by granting athletes the broad ability to make money off of their likeness and collectively bargain for additional reforms to the system and am hopeful it will move in this new Congress. That is from Senator Chris Murphy. Senators Cory Booker and... Is it Richard Blumenthal? Is that right, Will? That's it. I thought you were asking me, I was like, is is Paul Gallo standing behind me that he can whisper (laughs) the answer in my ear? Like, I would know. Richard Blumenthal. Fair compensation delayed... Is fair compensation denied? Yet again, the NCAA has missed an opportunity to finally do right by college athletes. The NCAA's delay reinforces the need for Congress and individual states to move forward 
with legislative remedies that will provide college athletes with rights that the NCAA continues to neglect. NCAA's disappointing decision further fuels our commitment to passing a strong college athletes' bill of rights that will truly advance justice and opportunity for college athletes. The lack of leadership from Mark Emmert as president of the NCAA. And it's almost impossible to believe what I'm about to say has never been more apparent than it is right now. (laughs) I mean, you're not wrong. It has never been more apparent than it is right now. And this is one of those things where it feels like everybody outside of the the, the the top people, the money makers, want this to happen. You know, the transfer thing especially, everybody wants that to happen. This the national the name image likeness thing, it feels like it's just at the, the boiling point, right? You, you gotta either you know you gotta do it. But they're just gonna continue to try and, and make it you know, drag out as long as they can. And I don't know why, you know. Mark Emmert would be a hero to to millions if you would just say, "Okay, let's let's do it." You know, they're right. It's time. It's time to to share the wealth with our student athletes. But he won't. No, he'll he will he will hold this this line until the government forces him to change. The the kid that doesn't like to eat vegetables, right? So mom fixes a plate. At supper time, and it's got some chicken on it, and it's got a little bit of fruit on it. Maybe it's got some macaroni and cheese or mashed potatoes. And then there are three carrots and four little stems of broccoli. And you eat the chicken, and you eat the fruit, and you eat the mac and cheese, and you leave the carrots and the broccoli sitting there. And Mom says, you got to eat it. Don't want to eat it. Got to eat it. I'll eat it later. You've got to eat it. Don't want to eat it. You have to eat your vegetables. And begrudgingly, the kid kind of nibbles, but never actually eats them. And this goes on, and it goes on, and finally, the mom gets sick and tired of the kid not eating the vegetables. And says, fine. And serves the kid a plate that has no chicken on it, it has no mashed potatoes or mac and cheese on it, it has no fruit, it is a plate that is full of nothing but vegetables. See, all you had to do was eat a little bit of vegetables to please your mother, because your mother thought it was the right thing to do. But because you refuse to eat any of your vegetables, now you will get nothing but vegetables and you will like it. I'm afraid that's what we're about to get with the NCAA. Yeah. If you didn't have to, a... to go crazy. Yeah. You you didn't have to start paying a hundred thousand dollar a year salary to every athlete that stepped on your campus. Yeah. You just needed to do a little bit to show that you were willing to eat your vegetables. Whether it was granting name, image, and likeness. 
whether I mean you, you know you, you begrudgingly went the ro- down the road of full cost of attendance at some universities not too terribly long ago, but you needed to do a little bit more. And that maybe you needed to put a healthcare plan in place that that stuck with them for a couple of years after college to show that you were willing to do a little bit, but you didn't do that, and now this. College athletes' bill of rights thing is going to change college athletics. Yeah, the, the full plate of vegetables is going to be you're going to end up giving twenty five percent of your profits to your athletes instead of just allow. Hey, you're allowed to go out on your name, image, and likeness and strike deals with local businesses. However, you want to do that, you know, subject to our approval. Make sure there's no shenanigans, but you're allowed to go do that. Simple, easy. Nobody suffers. It's going to turn into, hey, we're going to have to hand our athletes a check for $20 million. How's that going to go over? Like a lead balloon. Yeah. And it's going to, it's going to cause cuts. Because yeah. schools won't be able to afford to do this. Yeah. But they will be forced to. Yeah. And how's that going to be paid for? I mean, are, are you going to have to rob Peter to pay Paul? Is the university itself going to have to fork money over to the athletics department to help cover the cost so that you keep programs in place? Well, is that really what we're trying to do? Pull money from the academic side of things to make this work financially? Yeah, I don't think that's really the goal here. And I don't care whether you have a twenty-five to thirty million dollars dollar athletic budget at Southern Miss. You got a hundred or hundred to hundred and fifteen million dollar athletic budget at Ole Miss or Mississippi State, or you got a two hundred and thirty million dollar budget at Texas A and M in Texas. If you're forced to do things with that money that you haven't been doing, how are you going to continue to pay for all the things that you have been doing? We get a question and a bunch of comments on the ceasefire text line. First question is from Bruce. Which athletes will benefit from this? Just the top-level players, just football, just the major sports, or every sport? What constitutes a sport? Will it include cheerleaders, for example? These are questions I've had because I can see where some people would have issues if this isn't going to have equity across the board. For example, will female athletes be able to get the same level of compensation as male athletes? If not, is that going to create an issue with Title IX? It's a free market, so they'll be paid what they're worth for name, image, and likeness. Yes, Will Rogers will make more than Rakia Jackson because he's the starting quarterback and the other plays women's basketball. But guess what, you know? Jack Prescott makes more than Victoria Vivens does right now, or who I don't know who the top star in the WNBA is right now, but you know it's just that's just how it is. It's going to be dictated by the free market. They'll negotiate their own deals. As far as cheerleaders go, I don't know if cheerleaders are allowed to are they are they sanctioned by the NCAA? I don't think they are, so I wouldn't imagine there would be any any connection there. Yeah, I don't know on the cheerleaders front. Yeah, we talked about this some in the past, Bruce, and I do think this is a great opportunity for athletes of all sports. Now, do you think that the left fielder on the softball team who's hitting 280 with four home runs and has 17 stolen bases is going to get an endorsement deal from a major car dealership in Jackson or from Nike or Under Armour? Probably not. 
But if that young lady was a star athlete in her hometown, then it could very well be that a local business or a couple of local businesses in her hometown would like to hire her to do some radio commercials or put her on a billboard, and they could pay her for that. And so I do think it can have a benefit, but no, it's not going to be an equal benefit across the board. In the Venable Glass Traffic Center, I'm Patty Steele. Venable Glass has two locations in Ridgeland and Brandon, locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. We are working an accident in Rankin County, Lakeland Drive, before Lakeland Commons Drive. Two lanes of traffic are blocked northbound, so expect delays if you're in the area. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you, proudly serving the metro area since 1946. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt, Mississippi's newest gun store with indoor range, firearms training center, and full-service gunsmithing department. Right now, we're offering special pricing on individual, couples, and family memberships. We're so sure you will enjoy a membership and the exclusive benefits that our members enjoy that we don't even ask you to sign a contract. Come browse our huge selection of guns and accessories or look into signing up for one of our many firearms training classes. Arranged by Jimmy Primo's just off I-55 at the Gluckstadt exit. Hey guys, I'm Michael Clark with Ace Bolton Screw Company. We have been locally owned and operated for over 50 years. Come by and check out our newly remodeled store. We've got all the biggest brands of power tools and hand tools. DeWalt, Milwaukee, Makita, Channel Lock, Irwin, and Lennox, just to name a few. Let us help you get the job done right. Come see us at Ace Bolton Screw Company, Jackson, Tupelo, Atlanta, and Gluckstadt. As a small business owner, you know that running a business is no easy task. You're in the office and on your third cup of coffee before most even roll out of bed. That's why you need office equipment and solutions that help keep your business running smoothly. The experts at RJ Young provide office technology that ensures your business's network stays efficient and secure. So you can focus on what truly matters, growing your business. To discover how RJ Young can help your small business grow, visit rjyoung.com slash smallbusiness. The new year with money saving cheer during the new year celebration sales event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. 2021 is here and it's finally time for you to get that new vehicle you've been waiting for. At Ridgeland Mitsubishi, we resolve to save you money on our entire selection. So right now, pay just $179 per month on new 2020 Mitsubishi G4s. That's $179 per month. And pay only $319 per month on new 2020 Mitsubishi Outlanders. Plus, we're giving you a 43-inch TV with every purchase. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved no matter your past credit history. One. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Plus, bring in your current vehicle and we'll give you the best possible price for it even if you don't buy a new one from us. So come say big during the New Year Celebration Sales Event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi G4, stock number 1640. Outlander, stock number 1605. 1999 down, 2.9% for 84 months. Deal for details. Who doesn't love the holiday season? Food, family, and friends. Keep Mississippi Beautiful wants to remind everyone that while you're enjoying the holidays, remember to do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful and safe. Mask up, pick up, and clean up Mississippi. Let's all do our part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Together, we can do this. To learn more about Keep Mississippi Beautiful and the beautification efforts across our state, visit KeepMSBeautiful.com. That's KeepMSBeautiful.com. Happy holidays from all of us at Keep Mississippi Beautiful. 
confidence, peace of mind, a way forward. During tough times, these are the things we all want. And with the personalized help of the Trustmark Relationship Manager, it's something we can find together. That's why Trustmark is standing by business owners. No matter what challenges you may be facing, we are here with a suite of financial services to help you find a path forward. Learn more at Trustmark.com slash business. Mississippi's official midday meeting place, the JT Show, tomorrow morning at 10 on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Back to the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Sounds good. On Super Talk Mississippi. Apparently, I'm out of free reads on the New York Times website, so I can't read this story that was sent to us on the ceasefire text line. But because, to uh, your point just a second ago, hey, Dad, that uh, cheerleaders at the NCAA are not governed by the NCAA, they can uh, sign lucrative sponsorship deals and can have Instagram followings and make money through social media platforms and whatnot. The example that we got was cheerleaders are already able to do this. The Arizona State cheerleaders are making bank. I believe it. There you I mean, go. They, they run, they, I'm sure they run like cheerleading camps and stuff like that. And I don't think that's that's monitored by the NCAA. But uh, you know, like we've said before, a guy like Jake Mangum can't run a hitting camp for profit while he's still in college. You know, a college tennis player, a college golf golfer can't uh, offer lessons. You know, because of, of the NCAA rules. These are just some examples of how name, image, and likeness would allow them to make some easy side money. Yeah, and if you've and if you've got a kid that does sports or or whatever activity, are there are there any outdoor activities that your girls are into? Uh, not really. They used to be a little bit into soccer, a little bit into bas- I mean, basketball. Is not an outdoor activity, but they like to play. Uh, let's just say, hey, Dad, that you're Daughters, does Mississippi, Mississippi State has an equestrian program, doesn't it? No. Why did I think that was the case? Did it at one point? I, not not that I have ever been aware of. No. Well, let's Why don't we pretend just go with soccer. That, yeah, soccer maybe we should go with soccer. There, there you go. So yeah, I mean, if if your kids wanted to get private soccer lessons, private right. coaching, I mean, if you've ever tried to get those lessons before. They're not cheap. Yeah. And and so if, you know, a college athlete, even if they didn't charge the rate of a, a professional, you could easily charge $50 an hour if you could carve out, I don't know, four hours a week. Yeah. That's an additional 800 bucks, 1000 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Don sent a message that says Mississippi State does have equestrian. I'll give you a dollar to uh, send me the link to the official webpage of the Mississippi State Athletic Department's equestrian program. Well, maybe it's hang a on, maybe on, maybe, maybe it's a club team. It might be a club team. That's not what we're talking about here. 
Jason, I, I, I'm not entirely, I, I don't think I can read your message. You I love you, but I don't think I can read that one. Oh, hey, Dad. Where'd that dollar at? <laughs> the Mississippi State University equestrian team is a competitive horseback riding team participating within the Intercollegiate Horse Show Association, the so IHSA. Is, is it an officially run by the Mississippi State Athletic Department? So it's not run by the yeah, it's not It's not run through the NCAA, and it's not a sanctioned sport. Oh, so it would be well. a club team. I think that it is. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and if you think it is, then by golly, it is right. So, yeah. Um, you can be part of the conversation on the ceasefire text line six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five. Be honest, you know your business deserves better, so get better with a ceasefire business internet and phone bundle backed by real support. See how ceasefire can power your success today at ceasefire.com slash business. I guess that so so yeah. I mean that this is just one example of how student athletes could make money off of their name, image, and likeness. They could hold clinics. They could hold their own camps during the summer. They could do you know ha- have lessons. But it's not just that. It's they could monetize their social media followings. They could do commercials on TV or on the radio or in print or through social media channels. The bottom line is they can capitalize on their fame as a college athlete. And I think we're all on record as having no issue whatsoever with that. Correct. If if Mississippi State or or more likely Adidas let's just pretend Dak Prescott's still in school at Mississippi State. If they sell 10,000 Dak Prescott jerseys at 100 bucks a pop, we know that Mississippi State gets paid a licensing fee. They have to license the official logo. Well, if that number 15's on there and it says Prescott on the back, then Dak Prescott should be able to get a cut of that. But what is that cut? I, I, I don't know. $5? Or whatever it $10? is. Whatever it is. It's something he didn't have before. Exactly. Or maybe Adidas has to do a licensing agreement with Dak Prescott to be able to use his number and his name on the back of the jersey. And it's a win for everybody. Sports Talk Mississippi, we will be right back.
News. I'm Rich Dennison. Thousands of National Guard troops have been deployed in the nation's capital in preparation for Inauguration Day. The entire D.C. mall will be closed to the public during the inauguration. Security officials tell me they are closing basement parking lots in D.C. near the Capitol on Capitol Hill and pushing the perimeter of the new barbed wire fencing a few blocks back away from encircling the Capitol itself for fear of truck bombs. Fox's Jennifer Griffin in Washington. President-elect Joe Biden today unveiling his plans to help fight the pandemic. The plan is expected to ramp up vaccine distribution and ask Americans to recommit to wearing face coverings and practicing social distancing. Congress is also expected to enact additional spending and top Democrats want that package to include $2,000 stimulus checks for Americans. Fox's Jared Halpern in Washington. America is listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live main lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple of refined dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Have Smith Marine winterize your boat so it's done right. See the 2021 Crest Pontoons with great Suzuki outboard warranties. Come see the pros at Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive on the res by Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to News Mississippi. Wednesday, the U.S. House of Representatives voted to impeach President Donald Trump. By a 232 to 197 margin, the chamber voted to impeach the president on the grounds of inciting the deadly riot that occurred at the Capitol last week. From Mississippi's delegation, Democratic Congressman Benny Thompson was the lone member to vote in favor of impeachment. In the Senate, Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says they won't take the measure up before next week inauguration of President-elect Joe Biden. And while he doesn't anticipate any such violence, Governor Tate Reeves says that Mississippi is prepared to respond in the wake of an FBI memo warning of violent protests at all 50 state capitals. Whether you see us or not, we are going to protect the integrity of our government buildings in Mississippi. We are here. We will be here. We will be here whenever any of those things occur. Stephen Gagliano, News, Mississippi. Smart shoppers will tell you they found it on HighBid.com. HighBid.com lets you explore thousands of auctions across the U.S. and around the world. You'll find gold coins, sporting goods, classic cars, collectible toys, fine jewelry, household items, and sports memorabilia autographed by the greats. HighBid.com has hundreds of thousands of items for sale every day. It's easy to search and easy to find auctions in your area. Just go to HighBid.com. That's H-I-B-I-D.com. And see what everyone is talking about. Need a career, a job, an opportunity? If so, Mississippi Community Colleges are your affordable solution. As experts in training people for high-paying careers and connecting people to opportunities, Mississippi Community Colleges can help you achieve your dream. Visit your community college for more information on the My Best program and other career pathways. I'm Dr. Andrea Mayfield, Executive Director of the Mississippi Community College Board. For more information, email info at nccb.edu. 
Jackson State kicks off practice today, and Coach Deion Sanders talked about the season Wednesday during SWAC Media Day. We we got to win, but not only win, we got to win academically. We got to win in the community. We got to get guys to the next level. All these guys that you see in this wonderful recruiting class that we accumulated, they plan on going pro. That means we have to develop them. We have to nurture them. We have to progress them so that they can fulfill that dream and that desire. The Tigers' first game is February 21st after their season was postponed due to the pandemic. And the FDA has issued a national dog and cat food recall. Multiple product samples of Midwestern pet foods, including Sports Flex, contain aflatoxin levels which exceeded acceptable limits. Over 70 dogs have died and many others were sickened due to toxin poisoning. Symptoms include sluggishness, loss of appetite, vomiting, jaundice, and or diarrhea. For more Mississippi news, find us online at newsms.fm. Hey there, Lucky Buck here, coming to you live from a nearby meadow. You know, four-leaf clovers are lucky, of course, but I find that the three-leafers are lucky, too, and just as tasty. Mm. Speaking of lucky things in threes, there's Cash Three from the Mississippi Lottery. Cash Three has daily drawings with 50-cent and $1 plays and lots of ways to win. So play Cash Three sometime, and you might be lucky like me. Have fun, y'all. Must be 21 years or older to play. Please play responsibly. Heading to the coast to hit the casinos. Or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions and exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more, Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening from 106.3 Casino Radio. Accurate information is a precious commodity. Get yours from News Mississippi and Fox News. Trusted sources on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888-808-8637 on Super Talk Mississippi. o'clock hour with you sports talk mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm richard cross and brian haydad michael borky is off today will east is sitting in for him the ceasefire text line is open to you 601-879-4395 that is the number be sure to check out ceasefire online at cspire.com. You can see all the great deals that are happening there and it's almost like a daily thing certainly a weekly thing but you can find deals on how you can upgrade your phone. You can check out the great plans that they've got. There's always something for you because Seaspire is customer inspired. It's time right now for the college football fix. College football fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. 44 years running. That's how long Ford F-Series has been the best-selling line of trucks in America. Whether it's the 2021 F-150 that you're looking for, or maybe it is Super Duty, the uh, F-250, as some people still call it, but the Ford Super Duty, you can get behind the wheel and test drive one of those trucks at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today or any day and find great savings when you visit your local Mississippi Ford dealer. 
There is a, a bit of an exodus happening at Alabama. It's really not a surprise, though, on multiple fronts. Some of that is happening in the coaching ranks with Steve Sarkeesian, the offensive coordinator, taking the head coaching job at Texas. Of course, you've got Kyle Flood, who has left the special teams coordinator. Jeff Banks left uh, as well, or is reportedly leaving to join Sark at Texas. That happens on a pretty regular basis. There's also some talk about whether or not Pete Golding, the defensive coordinator at Alabama, might also go to Texas to work with Steve Sarkeesian. We'll have to wait and see on that front. But, as is annually the case, there is an exodus that is happening on the player front. Guys that are moving on to the NFL. That's what happens when you have the best roster in college football. Uh, four underclassmen, well, I should not necessarily underclassmen, but draft-eligible guys are leaving early. Not really a surprise But today, Mac Jones, the quarterback at Alabama, announced that he was making himself available for the NFL draft. Same thing for wide receiver Jalen Waddell and defensive back Patrick Sertan II and defensive lineman Christian Barmore. All four of them have declared for the 2021 NFL draft. And according to the draft experts at ESPN, all four of them have a chance to go in the first round. Mac Jones is a redshirt junior this year. He was a Heisman Trophy finalist. He's got two seasons of eligibility left, given that additional year that the NCAA added across all of college athletics due to COVID-19. This year he was 311 of 402. 77.36 was his completion percentage, and that was for 4,500 yards and 41 touchdowns with only four interceptions Probably the biggest jump up the draft board in this particular season from, what, undrafted, maybe a third-day pick to likely, hey, Dad, a first-round pick for Mac Jones. Yeah, it's a big jump for sure. I don't think anybody had Mac Jones. You know, it was all Fields and uh, and, and Lawrence and a few others. And Jones was just sort of, you know, well, he might have a good season. But now, yeah, I mean, I won't be surprised if he's there at the back end of the of the first round. and I mean, I saw a mock draft a few weeks ago that had the Saints taking him there. So we'll see how it goes for him. But, yeah, that's that's a huge jump for him, and it's well-deserved. He played really, really well this year. Jalen Waddle returned after the ankle injury to catch three balls in the national championship game for 34 yards during his three-year career in a Crimson Tide uniform. 106 catches, 1,999 yards, averaged over 18 yards a catch, and had 17 touchdowns plus three additional special teams scores. Pretty uh, remarkable. And I don't think there's any question that Jalen Waddle is going to be a first-round pick, along with teammate Devontae Smith, who we know is uh, off and headed to the NFL as well, and offensive linemen. I mean, it's just it, it, it's par for the course for Alabama. These four names were the ones that you were waiting on because they had eligibility remaining. You know a guy like Alex Leatherwood is about to be an offensive lineman in the NFL. You you know that um, Najee Harris is about to be a running back in the NFL. What are we looking at? Seven, possibly eight first-round picks from Alabama in the upcoming NFL draft? Could you see eight in the first round? Possibly. I mean, did you mention Dylan Moses? Who I did not. Today as well? Yeah, he declared today as well, so... I mean, Moses has some injury issues, but that guy was a, is a really good linebacker coming back into the first round. Could it happen? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, you said it's par for the course for Alabama, but 
this is a big, this is a lot of losses. This is sort of what happened to LSU last year. Now, I think Alabama's on much more solid footing and, and the foundation is very, very strong there. But at the same time, I mean, they're losing. But didn't coaches. this also happen to Alabama last year and the year before and the year before that? Yeah, but I don't know if they lost this many guys. I don't know. I don't know if it was this many. I mean, we're talking about first round guys. So, I mean, it's, this is a lot. And then they've lost their offensive coordinator. And now they could lose their defensive coordinator. There's some similarities to LSU. I don't think it's going to go that way, but it'll be interesting to see how different the results are because if Alabama loses all this and then goes 11 and 1 in the regular season next year, makes you wonder why LSU couldn't do it when they've basically recruited at a similar level for the past, you know, five, six years. Here it is. Under Nick Saban, they had in 2009 one first rounder. In 2010, there were two, Rolando McLean and Kareem Jackson. In 2011, it was four. Marcel Darius, Julio Jones, James Carpenter, and Mark Ingram. 2012, Trent Richardson, Mark Barron, Dre Kirkpatrick, Dante Hightower. There was only three in 2013. D, D. Milner, uh, Chance Warmack, and only DJ three. Fluker. Only three. Only three. 2014, only two with C.J. Mosley and HaHa Clinton Dix. 2015, a single first-round draft pick from Alabama. Some guy named Amari Cooper. 2016, only one. Ryan Kelly, the center that went to the Indianapolis. 2017, there you go, back to four. Marlon Humphrey, Jonathan Allen, O.J. Howard, and Reuben Foster. 2018, four. Minka Fitzpatrick, Deron Payne, Rashawn Evans, Calvin Ridley. 2019, it was three. Quentin Williams, Jonah Williams, Josh Jacobs. And then, of course, in uh, 2020, it was, uh, what, Tua Tonga Vailoa and who else? Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, Jedrick Willis. Jedrick Willis, yeah. So that's four. Four. Without me, without me, that, and those are all offensive guys. They might have had a defensive guy that we're just forgetting. 29 first round draft picks in the, in the, uh, I'm sorry, 33 in the last 12 drafts for Alabama. It's not bad. In the first round. It's good work if you can get it. It's good work if you can get it. And frankly, it's part of the reason that Nick Saban has built this juggernaut in terms of recruiting. Oh, yeah. What do you want to do? Do you want to go play in the NFL? Here's the 33 first-round picks in the last dozen years that have played at Alabama. Illegal stuff aside, which, you know, (laughs) I'm I'm like Borky. Like, I don't – it doesn't bother me. Um, Yeah. When when you can point that out to a college to a high school football player, they are more apt to listen to you than well we had you know a couple of six rounders last year. I mean it's just that's just the way of they all want to go to the NFL. And you've got some guys. Look at Matt Jones. Really, only one year is the starter. He's going to be a first round pick. I mean, how many? There's a few guys like that for Alabama. Yeah, so, we get a we get a message on the C Spire text line. Quote: When Tua gets drafted, Alabama will not be very good because they won't have a quarterback. Close quote. Just a Heisman finalist to take his place. Right. And then next year's guy was the top rated quarterback in high school football a season ago. So, yeah. He's I not think going I'm anywhere. guilty. I, I, I think I will raise my hand and, and am guilty. And I want to say a year or so ago, maybe a year and a half ago, I think it was a conversation we were having with Ryan Brown, or maybe it was Jim Dunaway from Jocks. And I said, you know, is. Is 2020 the season where Alabama might take a small step back just because of all the departures? Ooh, cold take. 
Yeah. I, I'm I'm owning that. But yeah. again, it was because, okay, l- look at what's going to be gone. Yeah. But Lesson like learned. Said, I think we said on yesterday's show that they'll still win the West next year going away just because there's nobody really in the West set to challenge. You know, you could look at A&M, if, and I, I'm not a huge Kellen Mond fan, but if he was back next year and they, I mean, they go to College Station, then you've got something there. But with a new quarterback, I just I, that's tough. You know, Auburn. No, LSU, no, State and Ole Miss, Arkansas, no. So, I mean, they're they're just going to win the West again. Is Bryce Young going to take the step forward that Mac Jones took? I think Bryce Young has a higher ceiling than Mac Jones based on his recruiting profile. We'll see if he gets there or not. I, I don't disagree with you. But, man, it was hard to see in the limited action that you saw. When you saw limited action from Tua, you were like, whoa, that guy's special. Frankly, everybody points to two pick sixes in the Iron Bowl for Mac Jones, and they forget the fact that he threw for almost 400 yards and, what, three or four touchdowns in that game. I mean, there there was something that you could see there. Real quick with Tua, did you see anything special before he won the national title, like going into that game? I don't know. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. That's your college football fix, driven by Ford. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center, I'm Patty Steele. Venable Glass in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Locally owned and operated with free mobile service for you in the Tri-County area. Traffic moving along pretty smoothly. We are getting a little heavy now, I-55 at the stack. Be safe as you're headed home this afternoon. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you, proudly serving the metro area since 1946. Call Smith Brothers. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gleickstead or online at bennelson.com. Family. They're definitely family in that clinic. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just, and every time I go in, it's just like, they're so nice and they just, they're just so compassionate. It seems silly to say that it was a pleasure, but it really was. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you could tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there will be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size, and installed. Picture frame glass, table and desktops, Insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts and doors, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at www.venableglass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. 
Hi, Eddie Schultz here with MGT Films with some great news for businesses and homeowners here in the metro trying to balance utility bills and save money. 3M Window Films give your single and double pane windows low E glass light savings. 3M Window Films stop heat in the summer and maintain warmth in the cold winter. If you own a building or a home, you don't have to choose between comfort and savings anymore. For free estimates, contact MGT Films at 601-707-5596 or online at mgtfilms.com. Hi, I'm Dale Danks with the Danks, Miller & Corey firm. Our office represents clients and businesses across Mississippi. If you need a lawyer you can trust and who will fight for you, don't compromise. Danks, Miller & Corey, online at DanksMillerCorey.com. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. All right, hey, Dad, give us an As the Zach Arnett World Turns update. Uh, not much to talk about today. Like we said, he's not headed to LSU. Doesn't appear he's headed to Oregon. Uh, with Texas looking like they're going towards Pete Golding, I don't think Alabama would be interested in Zach Arnett. So as we stand here today, 14th of January, 2021, at 521 p.m., feels like Zach Arnett will be back in Starkville before another season. Do you think Mississippi State fans are frustrated over this process? And, look, it, it, it's not to say that a process like this doesn't happen for some guys and you just never really know about it, but it is right. it, it feels like it has played out very, very publicly with Zach Arnett this offseason. I feel like you're, you're right. Um, you know, obviously message boards and social media is just a small portion of the fan base, but that portion of it, yeah, there has been a lot of frustration, which I don't really get. I mean, everybody's looking to improve their their station in life. You know, everybody's looking for better jobs. You can be happy at your job, and if somebody offers you a better job, you're going to listen to it. So I feel like that frustration is misplaced. Uh, but that said, yeah, there, there has been some, you know, I wish he would just commit to this program. The coaches and players, and we say this all the time, they just don't love the the program the way fans do. They just don't. You know, for coaches especially, it's just their job. And, you know, Mike Leach is, is loyal to Mississippi State to a point. There's a point where another team could call him, and he's no longer loyal to Mississippi State. The same goes for Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss and Will Hall at Southern Mississippi and, and everywhere else you go. And the points are higher, obviously, because, you know, Nick Saban hasn't left Alabama despite the fact that Texas offered him a ton of money one time. But at the end of the day, it's just a job for those guys. And, and you know, Zach Arnett has been here for a little bit over a year now. So it's not like he's put down roots. You know, if he wants to move on, he's a West Coast guy, you know. I mean, it's it's got to be a bit of a culture shock moving from San Diego to Starkville, Mississippi. And just a guess on my part. I've never lived in San Diego. But, you know, you can't you can't blame the guy for wanting to. I, I visited. They're not identical. No, much better zoo in San Diego, they tell me. Closest one to Starkville, you know, I guess the Memphis one. Uh, or Collins. Still, Collins is not closer than, than Memphis, is it? I don't know. Uh, no. <laughs> Collins. But any, any, any opportunity to reference the Collins Zoo cannot be we'll passed. We'll take it. We'll take it. So anyway, yeah, I, I don't know, you know, I, there is some frustration, but I feel like it's, it's, 
It's misplaced. I mean, in a lot of ways, college football coaches are just kind of mercenaries. Yeah, they're nomads, man. They go, they just, they go from town to town. I mean, look at somebody like a Tim Brewster. How many jobs is that guy? <laughs> you know, I mean, a bunch, a bunch. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to think. Like Tony Hughes has coached at all three major schools in the state, I believe. And of course, he was the head coach at Jackson State. Um, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of anybody on the Ole Miss staff off the top of my head that's been around, you know, a, a good bit. I mean, they got veteran coaches, so you know, that's if you're a career assistant coach and you have less than four or five stops, well, then that's just unusual. Tim Brewster, Purdue as a GA. Lafayette Central Catholic High School in Indiana. North Carolina as an assistant. Pretty long tenure there under, I think that was Mac Brown. What years? 89 to 97. Yeah, that's Mac Brown. And then 98 to 01 at Texas. Yeah. And then San Diego, the Chargers. And then the Broncos. And then Minnesota. And then Mississippi State. Say what? He was a head coach at Minnesota. Head coach at Minnesota, Mississippi State, Florida State, Texas A&M, North Carolina again, and now yeah. at Florida. Yeah. Reunited with Dan Mullen. Ah, well, you know, Tim's a great recruiter. <laughs> and I'm not, so. Yes, he is. But no, I well, mean, yeah, that's I just mean, one example. I mean, you you can... But there, you, are lots, you can, there are lots of Tim Brewsters out there. There are lots yeah. of guys who've made 10, 12 stops in their coaching career. They, you know, when they get offered a better job, they take it. It doesn't work out, they go back down, and then they work their way back up again. Thinking of one in particular. Let me just see if I can pull it up real quick. Wesley McGriff. Oh, yeah. Wesley McGriff, the smartest man who ever lived. Because of his ability to get paid and then repaid? Well, he. this is what McGriff literally did. He was the defensive backs coach at Auburn. He takes a job as defensive coordinator at Ole Miss that he had no business having. He makes, what, $3 million, $4 million in two years, gets fired, and then immediately goes back to being the defensive backs coach at Auburn. It's like he never left, but he made an extra $4 mil in the process. It's like he went on vacation for two years and came back $4 million richer. Ole Miss, Vanderbilt, Auburn, Miami, Baylor, and Kentucky. Hasn't just had jobs. And now Florida. He's at Florida now, yeah. Must have like hasn't just Taylor. had jobs. He's had Maybe. good jobs. Yeah. Trooper Taylor, Melvin Smith. These guys have been everywhere. You know, and that's just, that is the nature of being an assistant coach. Look at Manny Diaz. How many stops did he make along the way before he finally got to Miami? He was at Texas. He was at Mississippi State. He was at Louisiana Tech. He was at Middle Tennessee State. I mean, that's 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 what the life of an assistant coach is. I forgot about Middle Tennessee and the uh, Manny Diaz. That's where that's where Mullen spotted him. Was they played they played him his first year? Let's see, Manny Diaz. Florida State GA, NC State GA, NC State is an assistant, Middle Tennessee is an assistant, Mississippi State, Texas, Louisiana Tech, back to Mississippi State, Miami is an assistant, and now Miami is the head coach. Don't forget his one day as Temple's head coach, too. 
That's right. That's not in his... Um, it's not in the bio, huh? I wonder it's why. It's not. On December 13th, 2018, Diaz was named the 28th head football coach at Temple, replacing Jeff Collins. However, after making multiple changes to the program, he abandoned the team just two weeks later to return to Miami and was named head football coach on December 30th, 2018. They were better this year. Miami, I mean, there are a yeah. lot of folks at Miami that after year one wanted to go, mm, see you, get out. Yeah, next. Yeah, they were much better. De'Eric King coming back in. They uh, they just added a big time transfer receiver in Charleston Rambo. They've got they've got some uh, some talent down there at the U. They'll, they can't ever, they'll, they'll never get back to where they were. Those glory days are gone, I think. But they can be a, a solid team program. We talked some basketball earlier in the show today. With Mississippi State, obviously yesterday talked some about Florida midweek losses for uh, for sorry talked earlier today about Ole Miss midweek losses for both of those teams Mississippi State to Texas A and M Ole Miss to the aforementioned Florida, and now you turn to this weekend coming up Mississippi State hosting Florida game two of a three game homestand and Ole Miss hosting Georgia. And you said Auburn beat Georgia last night. Is that what you said earlier? Yes, they did. I'm trying to remember what the final was in that game. I'll have to pull it up. They were impressive. And it's uh, Sharif Cooper, right, who's back, who has uh, been really good. Ooh. 95-77. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah that, the five-star freshman who just got eligible has been a difference maker for Auburn in his first two games, for sure. And then didn't he deal with a little bit of an injury also? Or was it only an eligibility thing? I thought it was just eligibility. You could be right. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But had 27, I think it was, last night in the win against uh, in the win against Georgia. Yeah. Pretty uh, pretty so, impressive. Once again, you know, Mississippi State and Ole Miss are facing two games this weekend that they really need to win. Georgia Ole Miss is at 11 o'clock on Saturday morning. Georgia is 0 and 4 in the SEC. Ole Miss is 1 and 3. Missouri is at Texas A&M. Kentucky trying to bounce back from just getting throttled by Alabama on Tuesday night. And they're headed to Auburn. And it is an Auburn team that is all of a sudden playing a little bit better and a little more confidence and we have mentioned uh, mentioned just a second ago Sharif Cooper. Arkansas is at Alabama, and Arkansas got rocked last night by LSU. Alabama right now is the best team in the SEC at 5-0 and and playing at a really high level. So Alabama is coming off a 20-point road win against Kentucky, and Arkansas is coming off a what, 15, 18, 20-point loss at LSU last night. Mississippi State in Florida is at 3 o'clock. Games on ESPN2. Vanderbilt is at Tennessee on the SEC Network. That's at 5 o'clock. And then at 7.30, South Carolina is in Baton Rouge to take on LSU. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, Will East with you. 
on this Thursday afternoon. We will be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny conditions, high near 60 degrees. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 36. Finally, Friday, sunny skies, high near 53. Friday evening, mostly clear, low around 31. Your Saturday, sunny skies, high near 50 degrees. Saturday evening, mostly clear, low around 30. And for your Sunday, partly sunny, high near 53. This weather is service of our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard Dealer in Brandon. Pure Air Consultants is your heating and cooling professionals, and they're ready to work for you. We're the home of the once-a-year $119 heating and cooling service special, along with 24 months same as cash and no credit check financing. Call us at 601-939-7420. That's 601-939-7420, or online at MyPureAirConsultants.com. That's MyPureAirConsultants.com. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> The new degree of comfort. Ace Bolton Screw Company, locally owned and operated for over 50 years. Come by and check out our newly remodeled store. We serve your entire fastener, safety equipment, and tool needs. We've got all the biggest brands of power tools and hand tools. DeWalt, Milwaukee, Makita, Channel Lock, Irwin, and Lennox, just to name a few. Let us help you get the job done right. Come see us at Ace Bolton Screw Company, Jackson, Tupelo, Atlanta, and Gluckstadt. Happy New Year to all you lawn-loving radio listeners out there. This is your local outdoor power equipment specialist, Cameron Hartley, here to tell you all about the great wintertime specials we have going on right now at Hartley Equipment. Homeowners, from now until the end of February, bring in your Xmark mower and receive 10% off on seasonal tune-up services. For this special, we're also offering free pickup and delivery within 10 miles of the store on all Xmark mowers. If you're ready to trade in your old Xmark for a brand new one, then Hartley Equipment will offer you top dollar on your trade-in. Right now, we have financing options with 0% interest and no money down. Get a new Xmark Zero Turn for as little as $79 a month. With the purchase of any new Xmark Zero Turn, we're going to give you a free first service and a $100 prepaid Visa gift card. Come by Hartley Equipment in Gluckstadt and see for yourself why we're the number one Xmark dealer in Mississippi. And as always, shop shop smartly, shop shop Hartley. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. We've got hand washing stations with soap, paper towels, and water, and we've also got hand sanitizers to rent or sell. Please give us a call, 601-879-3969. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes, get your purse, sweetie. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to News Mississippi. Wednesday, the U.S. House of Representatives voted to impeach President Donald Trump. By a 232 to 197 margin, the chamber voted to impeach the president on the grounds of inciting the deadly riot that occurred at the Capitol last week. From Mississippi's delegation, Democratic Congressman Benny Thompson was the lone member to vote in favor of impeachment. In the Senate, Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says they won't take the measure up before next week 
week's inauguration of President-elect Joe Biden. And while he doesn't anticipate any such violence, Governor Tate Reeves says that Mississippi is prepared to respond in the wake of an FBI memo warning of violent protests at all 50 state capitals. Whether you see us or not, we are going to protect the integrity of our government buildings in Mississippi. We are here. We will be here. We will be here whenever any of those things occur. Stephen Gagliano News, Mississippi. Who doesn't love the holiday season? Food, family, and friends. Keep Mississippi Beautiful wants to remind everyone that while you're enjoying the holidays, remember to do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful and safe. Mask up, pick up, and clean up Mississippi. Let's all do our part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Together, we can do this. To learn more about Keep Mississippi Beautiful and the beautification efforts across our state, visit KeepMSBeautiful.com. That's KeepMSBeautiful.com. Happy holidays from all of us at Keep Mississippi Beautiful. Confidence, peace of mind, a way forward. During tough times, these are the things we all want. And with the personalized help of a Trustmark relationship manager, it's something we can find together. That's why Trustmark is standing by business owners. No matter what challenges you may be facing, we are here with a suite of financial services to help you find a path forward. Learn more at Trustmark.com slash business. Whether you're brand new to the DIY craze or a seasoned veteran, The Handyman Show has something for you. Buddy Slowick shares tips and tricks on everything from odd jobs to complete build-outs, from small home repairs to serious construction. So no matter if you're at the master carpenter level or not quite sure how to use a level, The Handyman Show answers your questions with a healthy dose of humor and some great music, too. Saturdays, 10 to noon on Super Talk Mississippi and on Super Talk TV. Back to Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. All right, hey, Dad, we, um, we've looked at some of the polls, final polls from the 2020 season, and so where some of the SEC teams have been ranked. So let's quit relying on everybody else. And let's just do our, our very own final power ranking of 2021 for SEC football. You good with that? Sure. Who do you think should be number one? <laughs> yeah, first and last are really easy. Then uh, I'll do those. Alabama and, and Vanderbilt comes in at 14th for me. Yeah, and, and yeah, rightly so. So Alabama sitting there at number one, clearly. And Vanderbilt at the bottom of the heap. They went 0-9, and they fired their head coach. Who's number two? Is it Texas A&M? Yes. No debate? You could maybe slide Georgia in there, but I think A&M's body of work is strong, and obviously you know, the, the polls would agree with us on this one. All right, so Bama one, Texas A&M two. Then you got to go to number three. Georgia. F- 
They go over Florida? Yeah, even though the head-to-head, by the end of the season, there's no question Georgia was playing better football. I, are, are you... Are you swayed on that because of the bowl game performance by Florida? Because you got to remember how good Florida looked in the I, SEC I, championship I game against me, Alabama. Even in victory, Georgia wasn't necessarily very impressive in their bowl game. I just think you know if you take the last month of the season as a whole, Georgia played better than than Florida did. Okay, and I think the addition of JT Daniels is 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 the is the difference maker here. All right, so yeah, we'll leave that open to a little bit of debate there at three and four. So you've got Alabama one, Texas A and M two, some combination of Georgia and Florida three and four, and I honestly think I could probably go either way on that. Mm-hmm. And that's not taking into account Florida not showing up against Oklahoma. But it's not just that they didn't show up, it's they didn't have their dudes. Right. And and, and Georgia had some guys opt out as well, in fairness. Yeah. yeah. So then it gets messy. Oh yeah. You, I mean you, at this point, I mean South Carolina. Your options clearly... for five are what? Missouri, who went five and five and didn't play in their bowl game. Auburn, who finished six and four, but got demolished by Northwestern in a bowl game. LSU, who went five and five, but self-imposed not playing in a bowl game. Ole Miss, who finished five and five with a win against Indiana in a bowl game. Those are kind of the teams that you would be looking at for fifth, right? You can make a case for everybody in the conference to take every other remaining spot, other than South Carolina. South Carolina, to me, is clearly 13. And then, so what, 5 through 12? There is literally no order that I wouldn't say, okay, maybe. Maybe Tennessee at 5 would make me raise an eye. No way. No no way. No way South Carolina could be 5. No way Tennessee could be 5. South South Carolina is 13. They're 13 for me. Okay. So, But, I mean, if you said Missouri, if you said Auburn, if you said Ole Miss, if you said LSU – Sure, I'll buy it. So if you're asking me, though, I would say probably LSU. They they, they, they had the, the two most impressive wins there at the end. They, they handled Florida. They handled Ole Miss. If they had gone to a bowl game, I feel like they would have won it. So, yeah, I'll say LSU at five. And then... Maybe Ole Miss at six, Mizzou at seven. You can put Auburn at eight. Auburn at eight. Yeah. Mississippi State at nine. Yeah. Yeah, I put a Mississippi. Well, no, no, Kentucky at nine. Kentucky at nine. Then Mississippi State at ten. And then what do I have left? Arkansas at eleven and Tennessee at twelve. Tennessee at twelve. That that works for me. You could you could maybe flip State and Arkansas. Arkansas is a little more impressive throughout the year. State played well at the end of the year, but Arkansas was good throughout. So let's say Arkansas yeah. 10, State 11. You know, the thing, though, when you look at Arkansas, they you know, they lost four in a row to, to finish out the season. They got popped pretty good by Florida. They lost by a field goal to LSU. They lost by two to Missouri. And then they had to close out the regular season against Alabama. Yeah. And their their bowl and, got canceled, which I think their their bowl game got canceled. Had a chance to win. 
But Arkansas's impressive stuff was in the first five games of their season. You know, they yeah. played respectably against Georgia, beat Mississippi State, lost to Auburn but should have won, should've beat won. Ole Miss, yeah. lost to Texas A&M, and then beat Tennessee. Play his first six games. So they were three and three after six games and then lost four in a row. Right. You, you flip it, Mississippi State's best work was the book at end. the end of the year. Yeah. I mean, they went, they finished the season, you know, their last four, they were one and three, but they played maybe their four of their best five games in those, those games there. Against LSU Georgia, was, a loss, yeah. a, a one score loss, a one score yeah. loss to Ole Miss. Yeah. Auburn was a bad game. That's a game that sort of reverted back to midseason form. And then, of course, they, they beat Missouri. Their best game of the year was LSU, but the second best game of the year might might be Georgia, to be honest with you. Oh, I was going to say Missouri. Maybe, but, I mean, Georgia's just a better team than Missouri, and you were on the road, and that was like the peak of COVID, uh, of COVID uh, roster issues. I mean, they 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 had no business being within seven of, of Georgia, I, I thought, and they ended up playing really well. They played well in the Egg Bowl too. I mean, Austin Williams doesn't fumble. Who knows? So, um, but the, Jason says, how much of your ranking Florida below Georgia has to do with your ex-wife syndrome toward Dan Mullen? I don't have any ex-wife syndrome towards Mullen. I say Mullen is the best coach in MSU history all the time. I mean, but at the end of the day, watch the two teams play. Who was better? Georgia. Going back to the assistant coaches all over the place, mm-hmm. somebody asked us about about Les Kenning. Yeah, I did the math on that one. And? 19 jobs. Woo! Going back to 1981 when he was at Texas. Wow. T-Boy from Scobie says, you're talking about college coaches that have had several jobs. I know a high school football coach that had three jobs in the same year. Wow. We get a message that says, Dan Mullen would be one ugly wife. What? Okay, sure. Unrelated, any word on when Ole Miss and MSU will release their 2021 baseball schedule? You know, I ran into a MSU uh, athletic department employee today when I was getting lunch, and he said they expect the SEC schedule in the next week or so, and then the non-conference will follow behind that, including finding out about that tournament that both State and Ole Miss are scheduled to play in uh, in Arlington. Right. And that's supposed to be the opening weekend, isn't it? I don't know if it was the opening weekend or not, but it was it was obviously very early in the season because it's non-conference, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, everything I've heard is that they sent... So so you're going to have the same schedule in terms of SEC home and away from last year, this year, but it's not going to be in the same order that it was last year. So Ole Miss was opening at home with LSU. Mississippi State was opening at home with at Arkansas? No, at home. It, it was home against Arkansas. Those might be the same... But they might not be. So there's going to be some shuffling around of dates, and that has to do with graduations and other things that are happening. You know, schools have to say, yeah, well, we've, we've got this. We need to move things around a little bit. Right. I mean, both State and Ole Miss are going to, you know, 
want to figure out what's a great weekend to have. What do they call it up there? Grove Bowl weekend and then Super Bowl Dog weekend here at Mississippi yes. State. So they're, they're going to want to find, uh, you know, the best possible situation for that. So I don't know. So we talked about this a little bit yesterday. We know that Ole Miss's home SEC schedule will include LSU, Arkansas, Auburn, Vanderbilt, and South Carolina. The road schedule will be trips to College Station to play Texas A&M, Florida, new stadium in Gainesville, by the way, Alabama, Mississippi State, and Georgia. I saw, I think it was Chase Parham at uh, Rebel Grove posted earlier today, or maybe it was yesterday, that the weekend non-conference series, at least as scheduled right now, are UCF, Belmont, ULM, and then that tournament down in Arlington that we've talked about, where Ole Miss and Mississippi State and Arkansas are there from the SEC, and you've got TCU, Texas, and Texas Tech from the uh, the state of Texas. Please let it happen. Please let it happen. Please let it happen. Please let us go. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll be right back. Center, I'm Patty Steele. Venable Glass has two locations in Richland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive Crossgates. Locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. Taking a final look this afternoon, traffic is moving smoothly. We're all clear with no accidents or congestion. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Proudly serving the metro area since 1946. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217. Soul Burgers Jewelry is closing their doors forever, and it's the final weeks. All fine jewelry and watches are now up to 80% off. Everything must go. Time is running out for this unbelievable sales event. Soul Burgers Jewelry, Highland Colony Parkway, Ridgeland. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt, Mississippi's newest gun store with indoor range, firearms training center, and full-service gunsmithing department. Right now, we're offering special pricing on individual, couples, and family memberships. We're so sure you will enjoy a membership and the exclusive benefits that our members enjoy that we don't even ask you to sign a contract. Come browse our huge selection of guns and accessories or look into signing up for one of our many firearms training classes. The range by Jimmy Primos just off I-55 at the Gluckstadt exit. Hey, Tom. Looks like you're a few guys short today. Yeah, one's been out with the flu, another is at the ER, and Lydia at the office has a sick child. Where's Randy? Another contractor offered benefits. You should call New Care MD. They offer full-service medical care, flat monthly rates. Your guys and their families get same-day appointments and minor emergency service. Contact New Care MD at NewCareMD.com today to learn more about how you can provide affordable direct primary care to your employees. 
Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. Soulburgers Jewelry is closing their doors forever, and it's the final weeks. All fine jewelry and watches are now up to 80% off. Everything must go. Time is running out for this unbelievable sales event. Soulburgers Jewelry, Highland Colony Parkway, Ridgeland. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching for C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phones 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. Ceasefire. 5G. We're building a fast, powerful 5G network to bring you faster phones. You heard right. Ceasefire 5G. Phones faster. Saying it anymore would be Ceasefire 5G. Faster phones. No bull. For a limited time, get our best 5G phone free with trade. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Back to the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Sounds good. On Super Talk Mississippi. official here's the statement from shad khan owner of the jacksonville jaguars this is a great day for jacksonville and jaguars fans everywhere urban meyer is who we want and need a leader winner and champion who demands excellence and produces results while urban already enjoys a legacy in the game of football that few will ever match his passion for the opportunity in front of him here in jacksonville is powerful and unmistakable i am proud to name urban meyer the new head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. He is back in the state of Florida where he had success, so much success that Congresswoman Corinne Brown spoke about him on the United States Capitol floor years ago. We'll recognize uh, Mrs. Corinne Brown, the gentle lady, gentlewoman from Florida, for five minutes. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. I rise today to congratulate my University of Florida football team for winning its second NCAA BS, BCS championship bowl game in the last three seasons. Go Gator! I want to congratulate the University of Florida not only for being the best academic school, but also the athletic school in the country. Their 24-14 victory over Oklahoma Sooners showed off team spirit, sportsmanship, and one of the best defense plays that I've seen. They held the team uh, the highest scoring offense to just 14 points. 
The Gator once again came back to prove that the University of Florida season was no fluke and the Florida Gators are again a championship team that have made history. Congratulations to the great players and outstanding coach Irvin Myers for coaching a remarkable group of guys. Let's do a quick fact check. The Gators have won their second national championship in the past three years and the third in the school's history. Florida is the fourth school in the modern era to win two outright national titles in three years. Florida finished the 2008 season with a 13-1 and record, matching the single-season school record for wins. Tim Tebow became the fifth player since 1950 to win a Heisman Trophy and two national championships. Third, the win makes Irvin Myers the fifth active coach with multiple national titles and the fifth coach since the AP poll began in 1936 to win two national championships in his first four seasons at a school. Tim Tebow, Florida's leading quarterback, not only ran for 109 yards, but threw 18 for 30 and was flawless in the fourth quarter alone. It is matters the most, the pressure that he was under. Percy Harvey, who gusted play won him the game ball, came back from an ankle injury and dashed for 122 yards on only nine carries. And it was his 52-yard rundown that stretched up to Jonathan Phillips' 27-yard field goal early in the quarter for a 17-14 lead, which the Gators never lost and never looked back. There have been some discussion in this body about having a national championship playoff. Let me be clear. We've had a playoff, and I hate to say it, that everything is just not all equal. We want to encourage all of our kids to participate in sports and activities because we know that it builds character. But it is clear that the Gators are superb to any other schools with the conferences that we play in. So in closing, I want to leave you again with the Gators chant that I just love. One, two, three, four, five. Then the Gators don't take no jive. I yield back the balance of my time. Shad Khan and the Jacksonville Jaguars have made a severe mistake. They hired Urban Meyer. I think the intention was to hire Irvin Myers, <laughs> the guy that won two national championships at the University of Florida. One, two, three, four, five. Them Florida Gators don't take no jive. That's an all-timer right there, man. Neither does the it federal is... government. She just got released from prison the other day, I think. That is a, uh, a true statement. Jeff in Oxford says, I need a bath after listening to that. Somebody said, let's never play that again. Irvin Myers. Are y'all really going to play all of this? Yep. About once a year, the Congresswoman Corinne Brown from the great state of Florida, she yields her time. Vance wants to know if that's Joe Biden's speechwriter. <laughs> CJ in the Delta says, make it stop. You can't not laugh when you hear that, though. It just felt fitting on the day that Irvin Myers was named as the new head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars that we should hear from the congresswoman from Florida, former congresswoman from Florida. 
Do you think there's any chance? Hey, Dad, I don't know how much gas he's got left in the tank. Do you think there's any chance that either Tim Tebow or Percy Harvey could rejoin Irvin Myers? Feels unlikely. It's too bad. Tim Tebow was great. So was Percy Harvey. He could go fast. Thanks for being with us. For Brian Haydad and Will East, I'm Richard Cross. Enjoy your Thursday night. Talk Mississippi Media Production.